Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 260, and it is Tuesday, November 9th, 2021. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yes, and uh, joining us in the studio, uh, once again, we have dear friend of the show, uh, Afton Ward. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, all. Yes, the cider hunter returns one more again. Trilogy. <laughs> it's like a, it's been a trilogy as of late. Mm-hmm. Yes, it has. I had to simplify the drinks this week. You know, we got a little kid friendly. So, mm-hmm. hope you guys tune in and try it out for yourself. So, yeah, yes, indeed, and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, also joining us in the Codex Prime Studios, aka my apartment, uh, another <laughs> another special guest, uh, a young man, uh, late, uh, party people. Please give it up for Evan Fraser. Hello, hi. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first time on a first time on a podcast, you know. So I can't send you the video. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll figure that out. He's a little shy right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's all it's all right. You know, we ha- we we have, we have a good time here. We you know, we nerd it up. Uh you know, we talk about all things nerd slash mainstream culture, uh, you know, films, video games, a little bit of professional wrestling, you know, the whole shebang. Uh this week's episode, uh we're gonna be talking about the Rhode Island Comic Con twenty twenty one. Uh spectacular. We're gonna be talking about all of our favorite moments, favorite panels, cosplays, uh moments, uh some stuff, some stuff and swag that we bought. Um, some more than others. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this time, let's just put it out there. This time it was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you and deserved all your glory. Embrace yeah. it. No, you have Don't let problem. anybody tell you you can't have all the comics you want with your money. You have a problem, and you shouldn't have all the comics you want with your money. <laughs> it is. But you're getting them all when I pass away. So. What? That'll be very okay. soon. Okay. He's the... Just a bit morbid. <laughs> no, nah, it, it is. But he's my... <laughs> I have it all planned out. He's my ne- this is my this is my nephew. He's also working at he worked as our um like our apprentice. Yeah. So you can say so I found people that were weird and gave them the cards. <laughs> he did a lot of network for networking for I us this all week. Away. I think he gave me like what, ten, twenty? Hmm. I gave out like we uh, was run- I handed out like all of them. We were running out. <laughs> okay. We found we need- some dude that was Nacho Libre. That was the first one I gave out. <laughs> oh, I haven't yeah. seen I didn't see mm. that one. He was at the pinball. Oh, okay. A place that I didn't visit. Yeah. I was in the VIP area all yeah, day. Yeah, I saw. I didn't walk mm. in because I, I wasn't important enough. Yeah. Carl was, though. It's because well. of me. Wow. <laughs> it, that is, it is because of her. Yeah. Well, I wasn't important enough either. Well, speaking of important stuff, uh, we will get into uh, Carl's All Elite panel. Yeah, yeah. I saw what you t- I saw what you called this episode. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and also uh, for our viewers uh, tuning in to our podcast, um, as you're all joining in, uh, let me take some time to queue up uh, <laughs> um, a picture, a photo that I mocked up in Canva. So just to, just to let y'all know, AEW Carl Bird is all elite. <laughs> I can't stand you. Hashtag all elite. So there it is right there. So he's going to talk about his experiences with the Comic-Con uh, panel with, uh, with AEW. And uh, yeah, we're gonna get into we, yeah we'll, we'll get into some stuff and also some stuff that we've been, we've been up to uh, this past week as well. 
so, and also, uh, before we get into the proceedings proper, big, big shout out to the awesome Silk City Hot Sauce crew. Man, listen. Mm. <laughs> we pretty much like had had eight. We took every single flavor that they had. Oh, yeah. It was good. It didn't burn for too long either. Yeah. And it had a taste. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. It had like a really nice flavor to it. Like, like right after like we left their booth, probably the what eighth time we stopped by there. <laughs> like we literally spent twenty minutes just talking about mm-hmm. how good that hot sauce is. It was so, so good. Uh, we bought their shirts. <laughs> we did. Yeah, and I loved like the the smoky rich flavor of their hot yeah. sauces. Like they had the um. Their mango one. That one was delicious. Yep. They had their their uh silk their one is just their their logo, Silk City Hot Sauce, which was like a syrupy. Yeah, and it had was a, a nice syrup. little kick to it. Yeah. It was so good. I can I can find that on like some some crispy chicken tenders Actually, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so um shout out to my buddy, my boy Matt. He um he was a bartender. He was the one who um used to own Layali. Okay. So he said, All right, you take that you take that hot sauce. Since it's, since it's basically, well, it's a syrup. It's just right. a spicy syrup. You mix it with Jameson and butternut. And then and put, the, put all that in one shot. Have a shot glass of orange juice. So you kind of double fist it and then you have bacon with it. So it's like a breakfast shot. A spicy breakfast shot. That sounds gross. Mm. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna the orange you. juice threw me off. I'm not gonna try it. <laughs> All I say is, don't I think not Victor would try it. I'll try it at of least once. Of course you would, adventurous you are. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being adventurous. And shout out to my sister watching. Uh, me and my, me and my our sisters have a new uh, hashtag, thriving in abundance. <laughs> Since you are. Yes. All three of us are actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're like good things have been happening to all three of us. So oh, we're just kind of. We're still, we're, you know, we're happy about it. You know what's the right. best part? What's up? The best part is edges. <laughs> we all got them. How about you? Bird kids have, we all have our edges. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we love inside jokes on this podcast. <laughs> you have to have them. You yeah. have to have them. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, shall we get started? Let's talk about some stuff we've been up to. Uh, Just yeah. let's Let's start with Victor. Ah, yes. Uh, for me, um, mm-hmm. toot, toot. <laughs> come on, on a train, <laughs> go ride it. Oh, really? See, kids, that was a song in the 90s. Really? Quad City DJs, really? Quad City DJs, it was very popular. It was, was on it? a CD called Jock Jams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, was the the C- that was the CD. Like, if, as soon as somebody started playing that, everybody got on the floor. Yeah. The floor? Like, dance floor? Or, like, on mm-hmm. the floor? Like yeah, it's something. Out. Yeah, it's something that Where's kids. Where's that wall idea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's something that kids nowadays are afraid to go on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you guys would rather be on your phones than actually dancing. I don't like my phone. I don't go on my phone that often. Do you get on the dance floor? I don't dance. Okay, so you're, you're <laughs> right there with them. I don't even go outside. <laughs> I stay inside and cry. <laughs> Most kids are like that nowadays. They don't want to yeah. go outside and socialize and be Fixed human. It. Nah, Vic's no, I, I like the winter, so it's nice mm-hmm. now. Mm. Well, to be fair, I used to like the winter when I, when I was your age, but... I don't like the snow. I just like the cold. The cold? Wow. Yeah, it's, it's just quiet cold. Mm. 
Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. I hate <laughs> it. I, I, I hate it. The summers I, I here are so it. bad. It's just too humid. I'd rather have yeah. a summer here than a winter here ever. Nope. Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. Well, I, I would live in a that. state that had the summers like we have with access to the ocean. Maybe not the cleanest ocean, but I would rather have a summer than ever have the winter. I, I just go snow to is guaranteed here. Guaranteed. I just go to Nevada every summer. Well, I'm going to try to. Hmm. And that, or Arizona. Arizona. No. What about the dry heat? I have I have family in Nevada, and then they have Lake Tahoe, which is right there, mm-hmm. and it's cleaner than the ocean, probably. I Usually probably is. have yeah. to agree. Mm. Indeed, but yeah, um, been up to been up to a few things. Um, uh, one, I well, no no spoilers. Uh, I did finally catch uh, episode three of Insecure, uh, season five, which. <laughs> interesting uh-huh. it is interesting um we will leave it at that it does raise a lot a lot of questions uh shall we say um i haven't seen it yet okay that's why that's what they're insinuating basically <laughs> we're just gonna leave it at that no i'm sorry i'm doing like 18 different things at one time in a day so i have not had time to access my hbo mm-hmm. and get with the movement because you also the- said that we're going to be doing this later now you guys cut me off at the throat <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, uh, but yeah, but, uh, Insecure season three uh, so far, interesting. Um, also, speaking of interesting stuff, I've watched. Um, definitely recommend uh, the harder the harder they fall, which is a, a black western film on Netflix. Just came out uh, last week. It is it is excellent. It is uh, Idris Elba's in it. Yep, Idris Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Zazie Beetz, uh, Regina uh, mm-hmm. uh, King. Yes. Um, She's a phenomenal actress. Oh, absolutely! No matter what she's in, she is, and she's, and she, t- she has a very good villainous turn in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Delroy Lindo, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, Danielle Deadweiler Cathay, uh, Edie Gathegi, Dion Cole, Damon Wayans Jr. Oh, there's it's, a junior that's a, everywhere. <laughs> that's a like roaches. Cast. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's a it's a hell of a cast. Um, it's a it's a it's a fictional story, but it, mm-hmm. it is based on real life. You know, black cowboys and um, and you know uh, frontiers people back in the 19th century. So Jonathan Majors. It's a story of revenge. Or re- revenge. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan Majors. He plays the main character, Nat Love, and who um, who's on a quest to get revenge against uh, Rufus Buck, played by Idris Elba, mm-hmm. uh, the man who who murdered his father and his mother in front of him, and carved a cross in his forehead sounds like a batman situation <laughs> oh yeah and yeah so so uh so nat love he grows up to be this uh, infamous outlaw running with the nat leading the, the nat love gang and uh and as they're on the, as they're on their way to uh, track down uh rufus buck um they also uh, uh get some assistance from bass reeves played by delroy lindo uh bass reeves he was uh, he was actually the first uh black u.s marshal uh, in history, mm. and um, I, I know for many, many years, uh, for many decades, actually, a lot of people, especially those in a, in, uh, in the black community, black fans, film fans, wanted to see either a television show or a movie based on Bass Reeves, and it'd be great to see like a, a dedicated movie to that uh, to that figure in history. Um, but yeah, uh, Delroy Linda was fantastic in it as well. Uh, uh, Jonathan Majors, I'm so glad that he's doing some some excellent work. Uh, he does some great. Uh, uh, he does a great leading performance in this film. Um, Zazie Beetz as stagecoach Mary, um, very very cool, very strong presence. He pl- she plays like the love interest uh, to Nat Love. 
Uh, Regina King, like I said, very ruthless villainous turn. Uh, there's a scene where they st- where they rob a train, um, which has like a nice Easter egg. The train says C. A. Bozeman on the side. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice tribute there. Uh, when the the scene where they stop the train, where Regina Hall, uh, or Regina King rather, she stops in the middle of the of this train tracks. The train stops, and then the the conductor, who's this white guy, is like, "Who do you think you are, you nip?" Yeah. Headshot. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah, that's and, all it takes. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, hey, if I even hear the word, the letter N, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, sound, it sounds about right. It sh- it's inappropriate and it shouldn't be used. Yeah, absolutely. If only we could just carry guns with that. <laughs> I don't think they let us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. Too much power. Yeah. And then Lakeith Stanfield, he plays another villainous character, uh, Cherokee Bill, mm-hmm. uh, who's uh, who's known as the quickest draw uh, in the West. Um, although the story's a little skewed, as you find out, um, a little bit of cheating going on there. Uh, but yeah, like the like the film, the film is fantastic. Uh, just like stylized uh, Quentin Tarantino esque violence. So if you're a fan of like Django Unchained or The Hateful Eight, then this will this will be kind of up your alley. Although I will say that like, like the violence, although intense and stylized, it is you know toned down a bit compared to a Tarantino film. So there's not as okay. much excessive blood and over the topness. Um, the soundtrack is absolutely phenomenal. Like there's some um, some modernized remixes of some like. Jamaican, some reggae uh, songs like Barrington Levy, uh, um, like some cool, some actual, some actual hip hop. So we have some conscious in there. I love it. Yep, that's and my plans for this weekend. But you're always so ahead of me, Victor, when it comes to these movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, man, and and also like if you have if you have Netflix and a, and a decent setup and a good setup, you can watch it in four K. You have an OLED, you're really set up. But oh, not oh. everybody. Oh, so you, we know you. We know that's where you're headed. <laughs> That's where you were headed. I was trying to be a little, uh, a little <laughs> yeah, humble. Yeah, you were trying to be discreet, but that shit don't work. <laughs> well, you know, if you if you have an OLED, a 4K television, you can watch it in Dolby Vision, um, which has, and you can see all the fine film grain uh, uh, textures. You uh, Whenever you start so talking good. about your TV, you should just put a pinky up so everybody knows where you're going. Yeah, you can see like the fine, yeah. uh, you know, film grain textures and all that. And it, don't forget great. the. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, man. Um, the harder they fall, it's uh, directed by uh, James Samuel. Um, I'm a very talented musician, as it turns out. I'm looking forward to seeing what other stuff that he can bring to the table. Um, if you're a fan of, uh, you know, just westerns, just high quality uh, modern black cinema, definitely check out The Harder They Fall. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's one of my favorite films of the year. It's gonna be oh, wow. A- that's saying a lot. Yep, it, it's it's uh, definitely gonna be on the list. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, it's it's a dope film. Check that out. So the harder they fall, and uh, yeah, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it on my end, um, Mr. Bird. Uh, um, before we, I think the, so far because it's been like a real busy week for me. Has I mean, it? Yeah. Hmm. Has. Hmm. What um, has been going on? No, there's some things I won't say on here. But, Very good. <laughs> but um, I can probably say i just been binge-watching the Waynes Brothers on HBO Max. Yeah, they did just put it up there, huh? So i just been, yeah, so I've been enjoying that, you know, taking that little trip to nostalgia. Remember White Mike, the character? Yeah. You know, was, the guy who play, played a Mitch Mullaney, you know he died? Oh, really? Yeah, from like a diabetes-related stroke. Wow. Back in like 08. 
I'm not like, know that. oh man, I'm like that was Nick Frino's substitute teacher. Oh man, R.I.P. Did not know that. So oh. um, yeah, I was like, oh man, that's uh, it was a bit of a it was a bit of a shock, but I mean just. Watching, you know, just watching those old episodes just had me like, it's like they still hold up today. Oh yeah. Um. So there's, there's that, and um, Vic gave me for my birthday the last Ronin, as I uh, mentioned earlier. He gave me the first two issues. I went ahead and bought the most recent two. This is probably one of the best Ninja Turtle stories I have ever like came across. Mm. Okay. Like so much, like I still can't say which one is who, which one is the last Ronin's because I want y'all to read it. Okay, but it's like swearing, mm-hmm. like lots of it's a very action-packed series, and I think this is supposed to be the last Ninja Turtle story ever. Wow! So I think that's one reason why it's been getting so much praise. Uh, so. I definitely, I highly recommend it. The next issue is the last issue. Yep. Please check out the last Ronin. Okay. Indeed. And then, um, Providence Pirates will be uh, playing this Sunday mm-hmm. at four. Completely forgot which team it was playing against, but they did recently win against the Worcester Majors again over okay. over in their uh, over at their stadium in Worcester. So uh, Providence Pirates undefeated. Check out the next game at the Warwick Civic Center <laughs> this Sunday around 4.30. Two. <laughs> Undefeated. They can, they can still claim it technically. Yeah. We can, yeah. Claim it while you can. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Unlike the Cowboys. Afton, what have you been up to? Wow. Yeah, we took we we had a we had a rough get we had a rough uh, day. But shame. it was because I wasn't watching. Uh, okay, I'm uh-huh. glad that was yeah. the excuse. Mm-hmm. It was. Carl's part of the team. Uh, there yeah. has not been uh, much going on with me. Um, mostly uh, Comic Con. I was able to volunteer for Comic Con. So once we get more further into that conversation, I'll be able to divulge a little bit more. I got to meet somebody really cool, and um, that was such a cool picture. Like I can't wait for you to talk about it. I know. See, like I said, I have more to talk about. Just not about what's been going on. <laughs> it's been a normal work week for me, a normal time at home with the kids. Um, I reorganized my bedroom. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's about it. So once we get into the whole Comic-Con conversation, I'll have way more to say. But um, as you can see, um, we're trying out a different drink today because uh, we got to keep it a little PG, at least drink-wise. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> One day, that's you'll be able to come over to the dark side. Nope. Um, but today we're doing uh, cherry icy floats, yes. very kid friendly and it's delicious. It's yeah. all right. It was. It was really <laughs> okay. The door is right there, <laughs> <laughs> all the way out. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right. All right, and um, and Evan, you know how's how's things how's how's things going in your world? How's life? I don't know. I <laughs> I, I just have school. Mm-hmm. Job and chores. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He's he out of trouble. Busy. That's yep. all you can yep. that's all we streets. can all hope for. He out is of out streets. of trouble. I live in North Smithfield. I was never in the streets. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you're gonna find anywhere. There's a little hood everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. You no. just haven't found it yet. Give yourself time. Yo, that's those... all right. You ain't... don't need to find it. Yeah. Uh? Keep yourself <laughs> keep yourself <laughs> occupied. Keep yourself mm-hmm. on that straight and narrow. 
Yeah, those deers are no joke, though. <laughs> you know, I saw... Venison. saw right out there, there was a squirrel. Yeah, okay, we got squirrels here. When we drove to Comic-Con, you don't remember? Some dude hit a squirrel. Oh, right yeah, 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 that's oh, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, spoilers. <laughs> we got squirrels out here. There's squirrels everywhere, Carl. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> there actually aren't many in North Carolina, so I do know that. Fun fact. All right. Oh, hmm. good to know. But they have lots of deer. Hmm. Oh yeah, but but yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's get into okay. it. Uh, Rhode Island Comic Con twenty twenty one. So yeah, um, so this is uh, our uh, first uh, first Comic Con back. Uh, you know, in the COVID era. Yes, post pandemic. Um, well, actually, still in the pandemic. But, Even though people like to act like there's no pandemic, right? But but we're in a better place than we used to be. And very correct. true. Very yeah. very so true. Count we, your blessings on now. Yep. So we are evolving as a country, I guess. Well, you know, at least some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Like we live in part of the country where, in Rhode Island at least, Rhode Island and Mass, uh, average of seventy percent of people are fully vaccinated. So good. that's a, that's a good thing. Um, yeah, so uh, where, should we, where should we begin on our Comic-Con experiences? Well, since Carl started the weekend, he started it on Friday, I'm pretty sure we should just start there with each day. I think that'll be a, a, a pretty good perspective because if we Ooh. go straight to Sunday, mm-hmm. <laughs> the party's over. Oh, yeah. yeah let's, let's, let's work our way exactly. to Exactly. Slow strides. Slow yeah. strides. <laughs> so, Carl, since you were able to be there on Friday, what'd you see? Well, one of the uh, one of the celebrities that I did want to try, I wanted to try to get an interview with, but he... You know, I respectfully asked, but he respectfully declined. Wasn't going to knock him. I have way too much respect for him. Is uh, one of the greatest uh, tag team wrestlers of all time. Uh, uh, Two-time Hall of Famer, WWE and uh, TNA Hall of Famer. Multiple time uh, uh, tag team champion, no matter where he went. And former TNA uh, world champion. Uh, Bully Ray. And was able to have a nice conversation with him, talk, um, asking him, you know, what was some of his, uh, you know, some of his uh, favorite moments in Providence. Um, he said he believed that him and Devon won the first WWF tag team titles in Providence, although I did research it and it was actually in Hartford, Connecticut when they won. But, um, and we had, we have. Got to talking a little bit, and I promised him it was off the record, but mm-hmm. he was just he was just so cool about it, and we um yeah and we just started talking. He's like, well, it seems like you know Providence has always been like a B level city, you know, for for the WWE, whereas you know the A cities are like New York, LA, Chicago, Philly, you know, the major cities. Mm-hmm. Rhode Island usually falls on the crack or something. That, yeah, but then I started naming, you know, a couple of um, moments that had happened in Providence. And then we, you know, we was just conversing, you know, conversing from there. And then I said, you know what? It was so cool. I was going to do this for you regardless if you gave me an interview or not. So I gave them a uh, DJ Mr. Bird mask, him and uh, his lo- his lovely par- partner, uh, Velvet Sky. And he was very, you know, thankful for that. And also... I told him to make sure he give it to his uh, busted open radio co-host, <laughs> um, Dave LaGreca. So uh, 
hopefully Dave, if you're catching this, you have a mask coming your way too. And um, of course, there was one one of my favorite booths that they have is the um, the way they sell just nothing but graphic novels and trade paperbacks. So I picked up, I technically picked up four because it was my um, little cousin's birthday. Mm -hmm. So I picked them up a Stranger Things um, graphic novel. I don't know which one, but he saw Stranger Things. He was just in his own world. So happy birthday to David and Brianna. Brianna. She used to say that. That's how she used to say her name when she was a baby. So <laughs> it stuck with her. She was like, oh, come. I'm like, nope, you're Brianna. Brianna. But I got her. They were twins, but the twins, by the way. And I got her the trade paperback to Shuri, to Shuri's solo run. Yep, I think I So she remembered her from Black Panther. Then I explained to her the plot that's saying, like, yes, Black Panther's gone. Not, I mean... In the comics, he was, but mm -hmm. not dead. Well, but, well yeah. what are just in the comics? <laughs> yeah. But I told, but then I told her that she ventured out into the astral plane and she ended up getting powers of her own, you know, granted by the by the ancestors of Wakanda, mm -hmm. and then it just showed how really special it was. So I was really happy to like do that for her, just you know, you know, because representation matters. And then also, yeah. I picked up. Lord a, help me, all your comics. Oh, be here forever. <laughs> oh no, this is this is literally all I bought on. Um, this is literally all I got on. Um, Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Lord. I picked up a um a Punisher Max the Platoon graphic novel written by uh, Garth Ennis. I haven't even began to like read any of these yet. But I, I I can't wait to I can't wait to start. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I've never and been a Punisher fan. And the second one, yeah, and the second one that I really can't wait for is this is the uh, Spider Man uh, No Way. I mean, One More Day, which is the actual which is the actual source material for the upcoming Spider Man No Way Home movie. So I can't wait, you know, to start reading that. So I already have some like type of, um, like background knowledge for when the movie comes out so i'm like okay well this happened here and this happened here and you know how i you usually knew how i get mm -hmm. and then you know getting a scott hannah uh comic signed and graded yep. with cbcs which is a long turnaround point so i won't see that comic for like another half a year it's not a bad thing yes. like at all cgc's <laughs> 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 they're much sooner so um but other than that, I was enjoying the show. Big shout out to my buddy AJ from work. We met up, and then I had him take the nocturnal <laughs> nocturnal animals challenge. So. Oh my goodness, you're still on that. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get some. I got like I got one of the supervisors to watch it. <laughs> She's like, I, I can't believe you made me do this. <laughs> That's the point. Oh. Oh yeah, Evan did it too. Oh goodness. Uh, he told me not to, and then it's like. I'm gonna do it. You told me not to, and then <laughs> yeah, I just uh, ew. <laughs> let's just leave it at that. Mm. You better hope Mom doesn't know. Well, she knows now. I sent her the episode. No. <laughs> She'll be a okay, but yeah, that's pretty much it for Friday. Okay. You know, uh, well, let's matriculate into Saturday. We're gonna start with Victor. Yeah. So yeah, Saturday I uh I was uh, it was cool. You know, I got to I got the press pass. Um So fancy. So yeah. fancy. Yeah, and You guys have the same entrance as me. So we're like super fancy. 
I mean, uh, let me tell you, like the the experience of of getting the press pass, it was so difficult because like. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> that line, <laughs> that line, yo, check it out. Like it was so hard to get to the Dunkin' Donuts Center. We had to walk to a side entrance, right? <laughs> With that said, that said like media volunteer entrance only. We, mm-hmm. we opened the door and then to our right was like a metal detector and a security guard. I showed my pass and you know what the security guard said? What did he say? Go right on in. <laughs> It, it, with the security guard, with the, with the metal detector bus. <laughs> yeah. It was it was because they knew you were pressed, so they knew you had microphones or a camera, and hopefully mm-hmm. not a gun, you know. <laughs> or a bomb. Yeah. Yeah, especially not that. Yeah. Especially not that. Oh man, it it it, it was the hardest experience I've had at <laughs> oh, Comic Con. Just oh. like I'm I'm so used to standing outside, freezing my butt off, like in a line for like an hour. Just shove- it's such a privilege. Yeah, it's such a privilege. Yeah, because like when you had told me you had the press passes, I was like, oh, maybe I'll see them when I go in because I only use that entrance. I wouldn't know anything about standing in line because I am too poor <laughs> to buy these damn tickets. That's why I volunteer. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Oh. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's either volunteering or getting the press pass. Go ahead, like, say it. hi, mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's literally watching right now. So. Carl didn't feed me. Oh, please. <laughs> eat ahead of time. <laughs> uh, I had a breakfast burrito. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, like, like the press pass has spoiled me. Like, this is, for me, the only way I, I, I will experience. <laughs> so, same here? Yeah. It's the only way I will experience Comic-Con moving forward. It's the but, only uh, way you should. Yeah. Like, seriously. Because, like, you guys, they're just like, oh, your press, go on in. Go on in. Mm-hmm. Go on in. Go on in. Like, no excuses. No yeah. issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You you can bypass the great unwashed but you know, <laughs> uh, well, it was crazy. Like Evan was in the line, and he got in pretty fast. Yeah, wasn't that bad? I was in before you even got there. I think. Yeah, because oh. we parked. Because I parked a little. Yeah, and know, then you had to walk at my there, cousin's house, and I which walked. Which is like, like a twenty-minute walk. About that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> You're so not gonna ever do that again, are you? Nah. Yeah, well, it was, it was colder in the morning <laughs> than it was at night. Yeah. But we got in in about twenty minutes, and it wasn't that bad. Mm. Yeah. Because it wasn't Friday. Friday was insane. Was I thought really? Saturdays would be more busy. No, because um, what I do know is um, as of Friday, we had a line that wrapped around the corner for the VIPs to pick up their swag. Right. So I know it was it was pretty much a disaster. Cause it did, well, it seemed less populated on Friday than it did. Oh. Well, yeah. maybe they just went and got their swag and then saw everything and just went home. So Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, like this, like this year, like I didn't spend, I barely spent any, any it money, nice. and it was spend it all the first year that you went. I mean, we can yeah. see it all in your. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but this is this is a reinvented like this was a very smooth transition back into Comic Con. It was, and what I what I appreciated about it too was that like because the last the previous con that I was at it was at the 2017 one, and people were shoulder literally yeah. shoulder to shoulder. It was a miserable time. It was getting bigger and bigger, but now what's so different since when since when you went, they're utilizing more buildings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like they used to have. Remember, they used to have all the panels like upstairs. You know, upstairs on the top floor, but yeah. now they just said all right well they use that for like celebrity you know for celebrities mm-hmm. and you had your artist alley yep. they use the pit they use um for like the larger panels they use the Omni. western hotel mm-hmm. and then they're utilizing the civic center as well so mm-hmm. it's like they're using all those buildings which makes it a lot less you know cluttered mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it was it was it was a good uh, utilization of the Dunkin' Donuts Center and the and the convention center too. Yeah, and of course the Omni. Yeah, um, even though we had to walk a really weird way on Sunday yeah. to get to the to that last special panel, which we're not going to speak about just yet. But yeah. yeah, it was just a weird stride. <laughs> we had to go outside to go back in. Like it was, yeah, it was a little weird, but we got there. So oh. I I feel I agree that they did. They gave us a better opportunity for entrance, exit, and just space, which everybody needed. Even the escalators, like both of them were both going the same way. So there was a little bit more walking and stuff, but it was worth it for how they strategized that. Right. So. Yeah. And I and I also bought one uh, graphic novel at one of the vendors. Um, it was only six bucks. So I'm like, <laughs> the same, yeah, the same vend- it was the same vendor, right? Yep. Same vendor. Uh, so I got this a graphic novel that I actually read a couple years ago. I was I always wanted it in my collection. It's LaGuardia, written by uh, Andy Okorafor. Um, it's a actually a Hugo and Nebula Award winner. Um, it's actually a really cool graphic novel. It's uh, basically about this. It's an immigration story. So it's about uh, LaGuardia Airport, which is actually has actually become a spaceport for aliens for extra, extraterrestrials who actually have been deemed um, Ill- actually illegal aliens in the most literal sense they barred from entering the united states um in 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 this in the universe of laguardia nigeria was actually the first country in the on planet earth to actually welcome aliens um and so sounds about right yeah and so like the story focuses on this woman who uh, actually smuggles an alien plant creature into the country and uh you know and and you know you know, there's some physiological changes that that occur uh, as a result, but it's it's a very interesting, very well written and creative story. I, I love the the world building and the creative ex- exploration of its theme of immigration and you know what it means to be a citizen and and ironically what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, excellently written story. It's a uh, is published by Dark Horse Comics. Um, yeah, love Dark Horse. Oh yeah, so yeah, definitely check it out um, if you're interested. Um, I also attended uh, two panels. No, actually three panels on Saturday. Uh, the first one was a really cool one. It was uh, by these fantasy authors, uh, and they were talking about uh, world building, like how to like how to create your own world and how to like do like and how to take different approaches to it. Like for example, like one one of the authors talked about um, like doing um, base like doing a bunch of research if you're basing like your world building in like real in the real world. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one who actually was writing, was talking about writing a, a story kind of based in the 19th century, based on, um, you know, like, like ship, like, uh, like, like sailors of that time, and she and this this author talked about actually going into some historical archives and actually reading um, uh, actual letters, correspondence by sailors uh, oh, wow. who are sailing the Atlantic. Um, so they were talking about like. Even even fart humor back in those days, like 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 we have we have trouble we have trouble with the winds on the in the in the ocean, <laughs> but luckily we we are producing it ourselves. <laughs> and and so I was like, and so I was like, oh, so I was like, yeah, so fart humor, like you know, from generation to generation. So that inspired her to actually write her own book based on that time, like in the form of like letters. Each chapter oh, is just like nice. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. I like that um, perspective. Yeah. So that was that was actually really cool. Um, and another a person talked about um, you know being inspired by different uh, different um, premises by like different stories and films and like just like taking a t- tweaking a certain element and then building up a whole world based on that. It takes a lot of time. A yeah. A lot of time, and you have to remember where stuff is. It's like it's just it's a level of talent that I don't have. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. 
but yeah but yeah it's it's definitely like a lot of a lot of cool practical tips so like even if you're even if you're just like curious about what, what the process is it's definitely they definitely made it accessible so i thought that was really cool mm-hmm. um there was another panel that carl and i attended uh from uh comics artist jay lee that was very interesting as well Oh yeah, a very informative panel. He talked a bit about uh, some of the uh, business aspects of being a comics artist. Where, if you're working for the big two, Marvel or DC, like they're they're very much they 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 Marvel and DC like they circulate artists who are hungry, who just want experience and exposure. So they so they lowball uh, uh-huh. like like inexperienced artists. Um, any any original characters you come up with, they'll Marvel will instantly take and own, and you will not get see a cent of that money. Uh. So so that's why like if you're working for the big two, if you're a comics artist, you make sure not to come up with any original characters uh, on your. Got you. Yeah, you you stick with what they have. And like, if you create anything, they'll take it too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're working up under their umbrella. DC yep. does the same thing too. That's why like the original mm-hmm. the creators of Superman, well, their families are like still fighting for those rights to this day wow. wasn't superman made in like the 40s uh 30s yeah, yeah. the 30s uh, uh joe schuster and it was like simon and schuster yeah um, yeah they i mean really they created superman it, superman it was more of like a work for hire mm-hmm. situation yep. they was just trying to get in you know like yep. as, as how um mm-hmm. vic and jay lee was just saying so they I was like, all right, we got this character, but we, you know, we want to make comics. All right, well, we own yep. the rights to it, just in. But they were just, you know, they were kids at the time, just happy to get into the door, and yep. then yeah, hostile takeover. Pretty yeah, pretty pretty much then. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, they, I mean, those guys like fell on like so many hard times throughout their lives, you know, while DC's mm. just making millions off of it. Pretty much, yeah. Oh yeah. And and also like um, they talked about the contrast with um, like uh, create creator driven brands like Image Comics being the yeah. most famous one where if you're a creator like you actually own the rights to your character but it's sink or swim like if your if your stuff doesn't sell you know that that falls on you um, so you have to know how to market it you have to know how to like present your whatever comic series so you're you have independent that way yep. So, so yeah, there's a higher degree of independence. Um, and that also explains, like, with Image Comics, for example, why there is a glut of, like, horror comics. Like, you throw a, you throw a rock, it'll ricochet off, like, nine <laughs> nine horror titles and then one science fiction one. Ah, nice. <laughs> a variety. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it was, it was a very interesting t- uh, talk about the discussion about, like, the business aspects, just being cognizant of, mm-hmm. you know, um, how to protect yourself in the industry while being creative. Um, that balance of art, art and commerce, and uh, also the third panel that um, that I attended along with Carl was the cast of Clerks and Clerks Two. So yeah, jealous! Man. So I was volunteering, but I heard all about it. <laughs> I was living vicariously through you. Well, it was, yeah, it was so movie. crazy. Like Randall is like the way he presented himself is like, yo, you're literally like listening to Randall, but then it's like he's like. I'm not really like that. He's not at all. Like, Bri- he like Brian, who plays Dante, he's like, I'm actually more like Randall than he is. I'm like, please reenact the <laughs> Lord of the Rings versus Star Trek argument. <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad they brought movies to yeah. Kennedy Plaza, which I didn't get a chance to, Me neither. to see. Mm. But I heard their burgers were fantastic. 
better than the ones at the Civic Center. So <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have had a decent burger, but, um, you know, maybe next year. But it was a big thing to have Kevin Smith there. Yeah. Um, he was there on Friday in the VIP room with um, with all the VIPers and stuff like that. So, like, we had to make space for him. So the fact that I was there on Saturday, I missed all the fun. Oh, man. All the fun. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah the the cooks panel was pretty cool. Just l- listening to them talking about their experiences filming both uh, both films, mm-hmm. um, they they talked about uh, re- casting Rosario Dawson. Like uh, uh, Brian Brian O'Halloran talked right. about how, how he was amazed that you know Kevin Smith actually got an actor of Rosario Dawson's caliber to be in a, in a clerk sequel, yeah. and um, and she's having Dante's baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. A- all of the characters. Mm. Dante, and, he got that. He hit that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and when and when and when Dante, uh, when Brian O'Halloran explained, like, what, well, well, what, what, what appealed to you about about shooting Clerks too? And Rosario Dawson kept it real. She was like, honestly, I wanted to see how you guys would pull off that donkey scene. Uh, it's true, then. <laughs> it's true. Yes. It's true. Yes. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just remembering that. It was. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. You you to, yeah, you're 17. You can watch that. But you can watch Clerks. Will you stop? You are not his father. <laughs> no, Auntie Tosh is going to let me watch it. Uh, She's maybe watched many things that I shouldn't have watched. Mm. It's like probably not something you should say like on a six. podcast. Nope. I'm snitching. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a birthday gift in four years. Mm. Oh. I can snitch. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let that be known. Mm-hmm. But uh but but shade. <laughs> still on that. But, uh, yeah. It's been a long four years. But uh but yeah, um oh yeah, they also talked a bit about uh well they didn't give any details, but they said Clerks Three is forthcoming. Whoa. Um it's which is good then. Uh, which would be no, interesting. They, oh, they just get better. Um, I'm looking at the premise here on Wikipedia. So according to Kevin Smith, Clerks 3 is, um, after surviving a heart attack, Randall Graves decides to make a movie with Dante Hicks about their lives at the Quick Stop convenience store. <laughs> so it sounds like it's going to be like a meta. Yeah, because they own it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be like a meta like re remake of the first clerks like yeah. everything comes full circle where right like they get to cast their own characters to play them so yeah i'm yeah. pretty sure it's gonna be interesting hmm. dry 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 comedy and maybe a musical scene i'm sure oh yeah pressing um, out, out of abc i don't know <laughs> and what was cool that was too, so weird though. remember the remember the weird walk that um that randall did mm-hmm. that's exactly how he walked out into the stage and i'm like <laughs> Yeah. Like, like it's not a slouch. It's not like a. Yeah, it's just like a backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool, you know, getting to see the cast. Um, I know uh, Brian O'Halloran. He's like he's definitely like a staple of Rhode Island Comic Con. He, 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 he goes every there. year. He comes every the, year. The last time I went, which was in uh, 2017, I believe it was, or no, it was 2019. Mm-hmm. 2019. I met him and I didn't have any cash on me. So Carl is watching me walk back and forth through these ATMs. I'm like, I'll be right back because <laughs> I was so excited. And then uh, he signed um, an autograph for me. We took a picture. God knows where that picture is now. Um, but it, I think it was like a Polaroid. I think it was. Uh, I can't remember. I know. I can't like, remember either. I know while I while I was talking, <laughs> while I was like waiting for you to get mm-hmm. cash, I just 
held your place in line and just talked to him for that yeah. entire time. That's He's your so whole cool. job. You had one job and you did it great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I got my picture with him and he signed um, a poster for me. And that was a great experience, but he's definitely business. It's mm. definitely about that business. Oh so. yeah. And uh, so yeah, that was a uh, that was pretty much like the, the extent of your face. I saw what you did. Yeah, that was the extent of my Saturday at the Comic Con. Um, let's see. Oh, quick quick shout out. Uh, Mike Medina says Cowboys suck. <laughs> you know? We did Sunday. We did Sunday. We got some work to do. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's that's. I'm work. I'm you sad that you're just claiming Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, every season. We're six, <laughs> we're, six, we're six and two. All right, we all right. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Mm. yeah let's see how long that lasts. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. I autographed my thigh one time at a Neepy for W event. That was supposed to be in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Uh, on that, yeah, we'll 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 keep, we'll keep we'll let that be what it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Evan, I understand that uh, you were at Comic Con on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to talk a bit about what your um, experience was? I went with three of my friends and Carl, uh, <laughs> my friend Caleb, Richard, and Logan. Uh, we stood in line; wasn't really that long. But after that, we just kind of just walked around. It wasn't anything too bad. I never felt like I was like too in too tight of a space. Mm-hmm. So I was able to go everywhere. We looped around once, looked at everything, and then Caleb and I tried to split up. Mm-hmm. And then we found Carl. Well, Carl found <laughs> us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just popped up. And I was like, oh, hi. This is this is Caleb. Mm-hmm. And Caleb liked Carl, so that's good. Then, <laughs> <I don't... Okay. laughs> yeah. Who doesn't uh, like Carl? <laughs> I know. Many Somebody does. <laughs> Somebody does. A couple of people don't. Uh, no, that's man, their loss. I, I tolerate Carl. He's all right sometimes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Agree. <laughs> oh, uh, we all know you can't stand me. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bought, I, I spent most of my money within like the first like two, three hours. Mm. I got, Sounds about right. I got two Dragon Ball statues and then I think three prints. Okay. A, a good chunk. It, it, all of them were anime. Oh, okay. I, I didn't get anything comic related it was just all anime and it was it was a good day we i spent like a good couple hours around the pinball area because mm-hmm. it was just nice and quiet over there that was pretty much just me and caleb because you know what i was planning on just going with caleb yeah richard and logan just popped up but uh <laughs> it was a good day it was pretty chill you had your eyes on some of them nice. swords for a while then yeah there were there were like four swords i wanted they were all witcher swords Ooh. Oh, I like, cannot get into that show. It, no, not that show. Well, the I'm show. just stating the fact that it's based off <laughs> of a show, right? Or no, is it a, it's based off of books. Oh, books God, originally, yeah. and then they became a series of video games. I don't think anything is not based on a book at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. But it, it was like $1,000 worth of swords. Ooh. I didn't have $1,000 on it. Mm. That's a good thing. So, Where yeah. are you going to put the swords? I'm a, I have walls staying in my phone. <laughs> yeah. I got a whole bedroom. I just got to clean it. Well, I did clean it today. So that'll mm. make mom happy. I love how you met, you mentioned that while your mom's watching. <laughs> yeah, she was worried that our that our rooms wouldn't be clean. Mm. So now, mm. well, mine is. Adele's probably isn't. But it, it was it was a good day. Uh, I got We got hungry. We went to the mall. Then me and Caleb ran away. And spent the rest of the day just together without the other two because they were annoying us. 
And I said, Caleb, give me something to drink. He got me a gallon of orange juice. Mm-hmm. How would you drink yeah. a gallon of orange? And I drank it. <laughs> Show and feed your kids. And I wasn't happy about it because I don't like orange juice that much. So why'd you drink it? He spent money on it. <laughs> but, okay. You can't, you, can't, you can't just get rid of it because it's a waste of money. Don't you dare put a sad face on that comment. Mm-hmm. Blank man is now on Tubi. Blank man? Thank you, Aaron. Blank man. Yeah, it's, it's nothing. It's an amazing It's something. Movie. It's an amazing It's a movie. big something. Fix it. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yes. Wow. You really don't know Victor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't suck up just because you're in his house. <laughs> I, I need to. He knows all the closets in this house. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? We're going to hide bodies. <laughs> uh, okay. Get in those comics soon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was a chill day, <laughs> and did a bunch of stupid stuff. Got a bunch of stupid pictures and videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, threw things at each other, but other than that, it was it was good. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so how did you like? Uh, how did you like the experience? You know, I'm passing out business cards and helping us. That was that was pretty easy because it wasn't like hard talking to people that I was because like, like anyone I take pictures with, I'd be like, oh, we have similar interests. Here's this. <laughs> I didn't. I just randomly go up to people because I, I, I did see the, like two dudes with, like those weird belt things, wrestling belts. Mm-hmm. So Why did that be weird? Because I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's weird. So it's I gave different. That, I, yeah, it's different. It's differently weird. And I gave those out. There were like two dudes, so I handed those out. There's another dude that's Nacho Libre. I gave him one, and then. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty easy. It wasn't hard to do. Mm. Don't you dare change it, because I will change it right back. <laughs> Talking to people was an easy thing. Yeah. Well, that that usually comes with the part of uh, networking. It's yeah. just it just it takes a while to just you know get. Get comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, where talking you can to people easy. in that environment was easier than talking to someone in, like a grocery store. Really, that's like even more random. It is. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Anytime mom tells me to do something, oh, go ask this person for this. No. Oh, when you're told to do something, of course you're yeah. not going to want to do it, but random is random. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to talk to people in grocery stores. That's very true. Awesome. Yeah. And you don't want to because you're getting groceries. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, um, like I said, that, that, that does, the more you practice it, the more, you know, you end up getting more used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at Carl. He talks to everybody. Yeah. yeah sadly. <laughs> <laughs> it works out, though. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that you, that, glad you had a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um oh, also uh, a couple uh, two other things. Um there was one there was one purchase I w- I was tempted to get, but I decided against it. So I might get it done in the future. There was a retro gaming uh booth uh, on the floor from oh, I saw that. Yeah, from, <laughs> it was a uh, Okay. <laughs> uh, the the Skeptical Geek SKG Retro Gaming. And what they what they were selling was these uh, these miniature boxes, like miniature computers, which you can like hook up to your TV with an HDMI cable, and like for two hundred or three hundred bucks, you can have it's loaded with a bunch of like old school old school arcade games, Super uh, Nintendo, regular Nintendo, Genesis, Game Gear, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. You know they sell those every oh, year for Christmas, right? Like uh, everywhere. Oh, those same the retro boxes? gaming sets, yeah. Yeah. They have like they're just loaded, like the Atari, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was tempted, but I'm like, eh, you know, I'm gonna hold off. Just wait, just wait for like Black Friday. Yeah, <laughs> sure they'll be giving them away here. There's thirty. Yeah, but it was it was a really it was really cool, and it's like really really sharp quality too. So. Yeah, I was I played yeah I played a little bit of um, Super Mario Three, which is still I believe the best Mario game ever. I know some people, most people would disagree, but that's just always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just smooth. It was just smooth. It felt smoother than the actual original system. Mm. Yeah, because like it's, those are some like per- perfectly done emulators. Yeah, and ROMs. Yeah, there was one. Uh, what are they called? Panels, I, I think, or store things. Uh, there, that were selling like N64s and things like that. Like the the colored ones that like you could see the inside of yeah. I just got to spend all my money on one of those because I had enough for it <laughs> but I you would have been disappointed that that's all you bought yeah, yeah I would have mm-hmm. and I, I like my statues more <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of get me in the statues too. statues are nice that's all you need to do is spend more money on something else you got room for what you got look at that table <laughs> this you have kindling that's what you have right there you have kindling yeah, dangerous and and also too, uh, shout outs to these two uh, 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 black artists. Well, mm-hmm. this one black artist that we met, uh, Javon Stokes. Yes, uh, owner artist from Visually Stoked Media. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Afton, I got a, <laughs> I got a small bone to pick with you. Oh no! What did I do now? Because uh, we interrogated you about Blank Man. Cause you you <laughs> asked you ha- really had to ask uh, Mr. Stokes here what he thought about Blank Man. And he said, and he uh, said that he actually liked Blank Man, <laughs> and talked about the importance. I'm putting in strong air quotes. Importance <laughs> ha, of that <laughs> film. What is it? Um, so it's on Tubi. I'll play. I'll play it for you. So it's gonna uh, change your life. It will. It will not. Um, but uh, but yeah. That Victor Vader shirt again. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. Uh, besides that, it was actually it was actually really cool. Um, they actually have like uh this comic called Heat, which is another um superhero independent superhero comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, we hope hopefully uh we'll we'll get them on the show like through one of those Zoom, um Zoom editions of the podcast. Uh, well, that was part of my day on Saturday. Um, I did my volunteering from eleven to five, and then I immediately left because I wanted to run around and act like a kid again. Um. I was meeting up with the guys and I saw these two black guys and I was like, okay, they must be doing something interesting. Let me back up. I saw comics. And then after talking to the creator, he told us also that they have a podcast. Right. Do you remember the name of the podcast? Um, it should be, is it on? The, wait, actually I can fetch it real quick. Yeah. Well, once again, um, when I was discussing it with him, I knew the guys were going to be meeting up with me. So I'm trying to give the guys directions. And they're like, what? But they ended up finding me. And I introduced them to these lovely gentlemen. And we had a full conversation. And hopefully you guys can get them on the show. That oh, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Top five live. Top five live. Okay. All right. There you go. And that was that was pretty cool. And then we went over and we talked to your boy who put out a, a little post about me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I <am> yes. Primo. <laughs> yes. So uh, we ta- we had another chance to uh, meet up with a local uh, comics uh, comics legend Don McGregor, who has 
basically he was responsible for what you saw in the Black Panther movie. He mm -hmm. created characters like uh, Queen Ramonda and also uh, Eric Killmonger, and he it was his vision of what you saw in um, you know in the Black Panther movie. Mm -hmm. And I managed to get uh, his autograph extra late because we yeah mm -hmm. we was That's what we, the whole we had planned was about. <laughs> We had an interview, but because I had the panel, you did not make him a priority because you were nervous, and we get that. But he was not having it. He was, but he said we are going to work it out. And he we he will be on the Codex Prime podcast only because he talked to me. Oh yeah, he's definitely a huge help. You got you kind of got to you know. You know, smooth over and, the ego. <laughs> you know, as I was posting, you know, posting up a lot of my highlight, you know, um, a lot of my highlights from the weekend. He found the post and commented and based and put Afton over immensely. So, a comic legend knows who you are. Are you yeah. getting that grade? Huh? Are you getting that graded? Maybe. I mean, Wasn't I you trying to get it graded? Originally, yeah, but um, I just learned that CGC was providing um, services, and not to mention he was already leaving at that time. Yeah, so you caught him late. I would have late. to run and go grab a witness and bring him so mm -hmm. he can witness the signature and stuff, and then go through the paperwork. And we were still trying to, um, you know, work you know work out some you know possible interviews. So. Mm. Yeah, Saturday was a good day. Like it was, it was, I just love the vibe of Comic Con. It was mellow. There wasn't yeah. too much stress, even though there was some stuff going on behind behind the stage. Um, but uh, for the most part, it was very mellow. Um, I have a bad habit of knowing celebrities by their character versus their names. <laughs> so for me, I did not know who most of the people that was there. So, but once I did find out one, it definitely improved my Sunday. I'll say that. Yeah. And they were, we did so much networking. We I did. mean, it was especially it was with just, the hot sauce guys because yes. uh, one of them is producing cider. What up? <laughs> Let the cider hunter yes. know big, what you are making. Yes. Big shout out! Big shout outs to Jeff from uh, Silk City Hot Sauce. Yes, he, yes. he is so amped and stoked to work with to work with us and we pre like we mentioned earlier we tried mm -hmm. all of his hot sauces and they were yeah. delicious they were i wish we could have bought one of the shirts with the hot sauce on it uh because they were they you know every now and then you might drop a little but you know it'd be like a snack for later like ah erotic fever yep. <laughs> yeah erotic fever was the hottest it one was. and i mean it took the challenge and it took was, it like a g it was our, it was fine there's a great flavor to it and then it's that kick it didn't even last that long it wasn't like a stinging or anything it was just like the tip of your tongue rather than like your throat yeah for 20 minutes it wasn't just fire in your mouth it was some flavor it and we had a taste yeah just sting mm -hmm. yeah like that one scorpion thing we did oh the the wicked nightmare that was terrible almost tasted, killed uwo tasted like battery acid Oh, that's it, not a suggestion. It, 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 ta it tastes like smoke. First of all, how do you know what battery acid tastes like? Ever, not to mention. You ever bit a battery? No. <laughs> I mean, we're, listen. You, Don't people, try this at <laughs> home. <laughs> Don't do that. But we, we oh, did. my gosh. I never did the Tide Pod thing, but batteries are where I draw the line. I would hope not. <laughs> I would the hope Batteries not. should not have had a line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm but, disappointed. 
Yeah, but it was like so many other artists, so many other podcasts. There was one um, that uh, Jeff from Silk City actually put us on to. Uh, I think it was called like Token Media, where they actually mm-hmm. they did the artwork for um, the Silk City Hot Sauces. Oh, okay. And they also produce a comic that's for, that's Pro 420. Oh, nice yeah. about it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I wanted to see your face. And they was just like, take our card, let us know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, because uh, you guys went um, Facebook Live, and I was too busy talking to one of the guys there about the cider he was making and the <laughs> ciders said, that I was trying. Like, I didn't even care what you guys were doing. I know, you said, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll try it. Mm, go again. <laughs> and this cider, get, mm, this. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. It was a nice experience talking to these hot sauce guys from Silk City. It was nice. And I love the artwork. I would love to work with them on their artwork. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's coming. It it is definitely coming. But, yeah, since you were the one, you know, that last time, you were the one who was just like Michael Jackson in Las Vegas in that documentary. was like, I want this. I want this. I want this. I'm just going to walk in. Ooh, I'm taking this. And I'm sitting there like, do you have bills? <laughs> well, bills. the tables have turned this one because this. Yeah. Oh my god! You were a comic whore. Yeah. I was. Yeah. You was I like was. your little the little container you have. I saw you removing stuff around and shifting things around. Yeah, yeah. you went hard. Yeah. I had to like each day when I spent money, I had to empty it out and mm-hmm. just put it in a t- put it in a stack. Just for, I'm like, these are, I just want to see how much I do. And how much money did you spend oh. by the end, by the end of Sunday, not including dinner? Oh, I'm not. So I, I don't know. You're uh, away from know. me for maybe <laughs> a half hour. And you came behind me and Kayla while we were looking at whatever we were looking at with just a bag, <laughs> like a brick of a bag. <laughs> That's after he came and visited me, too, so. Yeah, so it was at least, like, 11, the latest. You were there for an hour. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I'm not he even He was gonna, unsupervised, and that's what it. happens when he is mm-hmm. unsupervised. He needs an adult but next there time. Was some <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> but I found gems. Yeah, like, I there mean, were a lot of old ones that I got. Like one of them had a trading card. I think it was the cable. X for uh, X Force number one. Yeah, there mm. were there were a lot of them like that were being sold for a dollar, and they were like older comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, just the dollar bins, which you, you can always find all types of all types of like titles. Well, I mean, this one was being given out given to us for free. It's called uh, Sharp Knives. Um, I haven't even had the chance to even begin to read some of these. But this is written by Anthony Carter and illustrated by Martin Trafford. Um, if you... I just read it. I read it while I was sitting here. It's like, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. Yeah, I took a couple of peeks while you were doing it that. It was very bloody. Yeah, it yeah, reminds... It's like basically red, so I'm going to yeah. say, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh, Black, White, and Blood uh, comics that Marvel's been putting out so far. They put one out for Wolverine, Carnage, and Deadpool... And I believe Electra is going to be the next one. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's that. And then there's, you know, I'm just going by this pile right now. Argonauts, which is by uh, Alter Reality, which is the um, company that... That does the con. That does the con, mm-hmm. so... They I have just, their own little um, branding of um, comics and um, artwork. Right. 
Right. And then in the dollar bin, I just happened to find Marvel's rent, um, Marvel's printing of Flash Gordon, number one. Oh. I know. I never... It reminds me of uh, Sin City. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I know things. <laughs> <laughs> and that would... Yeah, so I'm looking forward to reading like all the uh, all the art, you know, alter reality comics. It'd be nice it. if I would have seen that cosplay. I don't. I don't feel like anybody stepped outside of their comfort zone with the cosplays this I year. I thought Flash Gordon was supposed. I thought Sam Jones was supposed to be there this year. I saw one He Man, and then I didn't even know it was He Man because you know so many anime cosplays. A lot of Naruto. Yeah, Naruto. A lot of Demon Slayer. My Hero Academia. Nope. There wasn't that many my hero, and I was happy about it. No, which day were you there? Saturday. Okay, so every there was a lot of demon. There was a lot, there was a lot of demon slayer the day I went. Yes, and demon I was happy slayer, about it. Um, they, 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 none of them were like low quality either. They were all really good. Yeah, yeah, but they were all the same. You'd see like five of the same. Yeah, character. because there's only like oh, yeah. twelve characters in the show. <laughs> well, then pick another one. <laughs> well, there's more than twelve, but Try only twelve that anyone cares yeah, about. Yeah, like step outside. Like I think I saw like an alien. I saw um. There was a lot of Beetlejuice. I can't get over yeah, that. There was, was an uncanny amount of Beetlejuice. Oh, I think they want it back. Yeah, they, they, they or want... it turned into a cult classic like Clerks, and now everybody's watching it. You know, welcome to the dark side. Next, you know, it's gonna be Crybaby next year. I guarantee you. What's Crybaby? If I could shut that. <laughs> <laughs> Look so, it up. It's on. Uh, this... I think on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So oh, this awesome. one, I actually been wanting to get for years, and it's been too expensive on eBay. Get but yet, huh? Yeah, get that one graded. Maybe I do want to at if least. If he does another me. signing thing. Oh, absolutely! If Todd McFarlane <laughs> does another signing, I will probably get this one. Still don't make Jim this Lee. man any broker than he. No, no, no! I'm, I'm with right? him on that one because I'm still waiting for Jim Lee to do something. I don't I'm even know for if he my does Jim it. Lee to get signed and Wait, graded. Wait, he actually and did it? No, it's st- my my. Uh, my X Men number one is still down in CGC. Yeah, you, didn't it all get sent down when I was in like Nevada, so I wasn't able to do nothing with it? Right. I was yeah, going to send the Batman 1000, the DC Comics yeah, 1000. It's still down in CGC, just waiting for it. Wow. Wow, so they're backed up, huh? Yeah. yeah Jim Lee yeah. is my favorite comic artist like, ever. Mm. I think that scene was yours, right? Oh, uh, what? Your favorite comic artist? I would say, look, one of my favorites, yeah. Jim Lee's a really good artist. I like him. Yeah. yeah. But. My my favorite is Todd McFarlane, and since you mentioned Sin City, it was, mm-hmm. this was written by Frank Miller, so they collaborated on Spawn and Batman. Yes. This was something I was looking for for years. I remember this. and I think I that's s- a great combination because I love Batman, and you know how I feel about Spawn. Exactly. And once I saw it, I'm like, how much does that cost? I never think they would work out. Oh, wow. Only, mm. only, only seven much? bucks? I'm like, I want it. Mm. Want it. it was one of those don't think about it buy it and moments it's image too yeah. yep so yeah it's how much was it at uh, everywhere else I've found it for like 40 oh, on eBay she got a deal yeah mm. tell me about it um there's also some other altered reality um titles like Origins for- <laughs> oh yeah that I got Free. from this Nine lovely <laughs> From this Nine lovely young woman to my left, <laughs> to my far left. So you got Origins, Showcase, Team Up, The Road Warrior 1944. It, might, it gives me um, Captain Carter vibes. That's what I was, yeah, the Agent Carter. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 
So I think that's just like another version of uh, the Road Warrior comics. If you look at the press pass, this guy was on the press pass. Remember we looked him up in the book? Oh, yeah, you can mm -hmm. see. Yeah, you can kind of see. I don't know what his character is, but that's what it was. Uh, we'll find out soon. So in one of, you know, my <laughs> various digs, you know, at you know, in one of the uh, retro, in one of the retro booths, I end up finding uh, Luke Cage, Power Man number nineteen, which is the first full appearance of Cottonmouth. Oh, that was Mahershala Ali's character. Yes, like I saw it, I was just like, "Oh my god, they actually have this <laughs> for that price, and not in bad condition from something from the seventies." Snatch. Don't mm. think about it. Buy it. Uh, this one was also in one of the dollar bins, the uh, funeral Retro of the. Cage. I didn't see that either. Yeah, yeah there usually is some. There usually mm. always. You know who else wasn't there too? Remember Black Man? Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't there. Maybe, maybe COVID did something to him. I don't know. Don't wish but there that. was a, a lot of regulars weren't there. Yeah, I, wasn't yeah, I like yeah, I didn't see any Mysterios like I I did before. I didn't see any Mo Morbius like that would have been nice to see somebody cosplay him. Like this, I just feel like that was lacking. Usually, Comic Con is cosplay con. That's what it really turns into. But there wasn't any. There wasn't much that was like standing out to me. And yeah, a couple of nineties. Punisher from the twenty ninety from the twenty ninety nine series that they did. That is not a good album. Magneto when he get is. Magneto when he um all of a sudden went young <laughs> shortly before the onslaught series. Um Inhumans number five, which actually is the first appearance of Yelena Belova, uh, which is the new Black Widow played by Florence Pugh. So I'm like, oh my gosh, she made her. She's in the MCU. Wait, there's another Black Widow? You didn't see the movie, did you? No. I don't care about spoilers either because I'm not gonna watch. Oh well, yeah, you should. Yeah. I thought she was dead. Yeah, but there's a new Black Widow, which oh, is okay. her. There's always a new one. Yeah. There's always a new. One. What are they gonna do with Iron Man? He's gone. He's gone. They're not gonna make another one. No. Well, they maybe should, I, they might. They, they're gonna do Iron Heart. A multiverse thing. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's things that they did touch on with uh, What If, like, you know. Marvel's so. multiverse, the MCU multiverse seems to be better than DC's multiverse. Because Marvel is better than DC. It depends yeah, it. Uh, it, on what animated. You mean you know, characters, storylines, background, No, I think lines. DC has better characters. Let's get characters. <laughs> Spawn number nine, first appearance of Angela. Yeah, who's I, like, original? This would have been a nice time for me to have that damn mural out now. Oh my god, that mural! Was I so killed that. I killed it. Fourteen Fire. foot painted spawn all the way onto the floor, coming up, reaching out for Obama. We had a picture, a big giant picture of Obama over there. I'm so nice. glad I missed that. Yeah, it's all right. You tell me that every single time I send you the video. Yep. Yeah, I could. <laughs> I will. Because <laughs> that's how mad I was. I missed it. Another orange uh, origins. The lark. Tales of Terror. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you got that one because I think you got one of the last ones because we sold out. Dope. Mm-hmm. Dope. Luke Cage Power Man number 18, which was actually the first mention of Cottonmouth. Another Argonauts. See, I got to, like, start a new pile. Mm. Argonauts. The Boys. Yeah, yeah. With a special uh, Rhode Island Comic Con exclusive cover. 
Um, this Axis Carnage, I literally bought just because it was A, in the dollar bin, and B. Look at this. picture is multitasking. Yeah, no, I'm here. just overwhelming him. <laughs> but I like the cover, so I was like, you know what? I'll take this. Cage number one during the 90s. 90s was such an amazing time. I know, you're still living in it. Oh, of course. <laughs> in the world. What's that? Steeplejack. It was the 70s, man. Yeah. You jive turkey. This codename Wolverine comic, I always liked the cover, and I always yeah. wanted it just for the cover. They and once had, I found um, Rhode Island it... Comic Con had a hoodie that was like that. Did they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Where they had like the scra scratch mark on it, and the Rhode Island Comic Con came through the back. Oh, I'm so mad I didn't mm -hmm. get that. And then, well, I'll let you know if they have any more at the wrap party, and if oh. I'm able to get you one, I'll let you know. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. And then this one, I was like, really, actually, Vic found this one for <laughs> me, and I'm like, am I gonna do it? Am I gonna do it? Am I gonna of do it? I'm are. gonna do it. Yes, I'm gonna do it. Black Panther fights the Klan. Wow. Had to be done. <laughs> Cleaning up these streets. <laughs> exactly. So that's some of the, uh, that's, oh, that was a lot of comics. I know. You went through them so, I am so proud of you. You went through that really nicely with the help of Victor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because I didn't read them at all, so I can't really go in, uh, true, true, into true. detail about them. But. Oh, okay. I thought that was a four. I was about to say, I thought that was a four. Oh. $45. <laughs> it's one Superman versus the KKK. That was good. I read it. <laughs> this one means more. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's Black Panther. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but, you know, so, um, yeah. Like, there's a, it was just a lot of comedy buy-in but it was just an overall just it was like especially like once you got out like that's when it just it, it just got lit yeah yeah we yeah. started the party because <laughs> oh, yeah. we were running around like oh what is this oh what is this what is it what is this over here and then i was able to walk and like uh show you guys around some of the celebrities not too many but like i did what i could mm -hmm. but uh i think we should get into the main event Oh yes! So, Look at him turning red, people. So um, the main event that we've been alluding to uh, this episode, um, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Yes, uh, which is the third and final day of the Rhode Island Comic Con. Um, man, I could not be happier or prouder of of you, my friend Carl. Um, Carl Bird uh, got to host the all seed. He emceed mm -hmm. the All Elite Wrestling panel, which included the likes of Ruby Soho, mm -hmm. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, AEW Women's World <laughs> Champion, and Adam, Adam Cole, Cole, baby. baby. <laughs> you like how I did it? I had to do his entrance with him. Yeah, uh, I know you were marking <laughs> out. Like, you were I, so in that moment. It was it was glorious. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was just like... Like I, a kid in a candy store. I had store. to do it. Yeah. I had to do it. And he was so perfectly cool about it. Um, well, of course. Um, I don't know how I want to do this. So. <laughs> All right. Well, how about we we go, we do the our perspective and then okay, you can yeah, tell us yeah. what you went through because obviously you didn't see it through our eyes. We got to watch it. You lived it. Yeah. So yeah, seeing just seeing uh, just seeing you uh, prepare, you had the index cards out, and then you were writing, you were scrambling to write down questions. Yeah, where's that card? Oh, it's right there. Yeah, and then you had the you had the uh, 
uh, hosts from the Angry Geeks show, Lewis. Um, uh, Lewis, uh, Lewis Perry, uh, he came up to you and he saw you and he saw how nervous you were and he said, listen, ditch the cards. Just be natural because if be you go authentic. out. Be authentic. Yep, be mm-hmm. authentic because he told you that if you go outside reading a cue card, they'll, the audience will feed off your nervous energy and it'll just mm-hmm. make everything awkward. So, and then, you know, after and I, we, we, we we took time to you know hype you up and mm-hmm. and I gave you some encouragement. I said that you know since you have the wrestling brain of the show, even though we're both lifelong wrestling fans, you have the experience of being in the ring and you know a lot of and you and you're more invested in in the business. So you know just just go out there and just just riff, just be you. You know, um, and, and and man, you killed it. And and I, and I will say like before he got on stage, uh, we we also had the pleasure after and I of meeting Adam Cole, Britt Baker, we and Ruby did. Soho. And I think I'm kind of obsessed with Ruby. I really, really <laughs> I loved her hair. I loved her style, and I love that she was. They were all very very humble and very very nice. It you know, even so though nice. like it was like a time crunch. But let me just say this: that this is probably the most recent wrestling panel that. Somebody with a podcast was able to MC. Mm. Like, yes, dude, you <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. So proud of you. So proud of you. you. Nobody else with your presence could have done what you did. You ran that shit. It was it was impressive. It really was. Yeah. So and like and so like and like when you came on the stage, uh, like you immediately got into it, and and, you, and it helped that you had a hot crowd. Yeah. That oh, it was like applause breaks every second and. Yeah, when you introduced the, the the panelists, and then it was just like a regular conversation. Like you just like ask questions. They mm-hmm. offered their perspective. The crowd asked some really good questions. So mm-hmm. it, everything was just simpatico. It could not have been any better. Yeah, like just your intro for all of them was like it was perfect. It was perfect. You hyped up the crowd. They everybody interacted with you. I was like, I don't know anything about wrestling, but I'm excited. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I I don't do the whole wrestling thing. So just being there and living in your moment, it was it was awesome. Oh yeah, and and, and it was so cool having a chance to like take as many photos as I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that took a lot. <laughs> we did. Yeah. We did, especially of a special song. But we'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> I was singing that this morning too. <laughs> I sent you the video, right? Yeah. Ah. It should be your ringtone. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, and, and, and I will and I will say this too, you know. You know it's all about the bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was so nervous. He was shaking. I had to give him like thirty thousand hugs, holding his hand, woosah, woosah. <laughs> and what was so crazy, like I was worried about like some of the dumbest things. Mm-hmm. Like You had like eight cue cards with you. <laughs> like front it and was back. About that. Yeah. <laughs> um Oh man! So it's like I wanted, you know, I wanted to get there a little earlier than expected, just to have like this is my first time, so I wanted mm-hmm. to be, you know, be as professional as possible. So um, yeah, we got there a half hour early, you know. No, but we didn't know that it was going to be that late. Yeah, it they, wasn't they, our fault that they ran. Yeah, late, they so. originally said fifteen minutes early, but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give myself an extra. I'm gonna give them an mm-hmm. extra. 15 just yeah for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you apparently i needed that minutes. you needed that so um so yeah so we got to sit you know we got to sit in the green room first of all i didn't even know y'all was behind me <laughs> like what do you mean 
like I just walked like I just walked in and I'm like, all right, I guess they'll come in when, you know, the crowd comes in, but they'll just make sure they stand right in front of the door so they can, you know, right. make sure they get their front seat. So I'm walk as soon as I'm about to walk into through the walk through the curtain and I just look, I'm like, Oh, y'all here too. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like when they all walked in, your back was turned, and I was like, "Oh, this should be funny." Mm. <laughs> you were like, "Oh, hi." <laughs> your voice got real low, and then it got real high, and I'm like, "Oh, he's um, so cute when he's nervous." <laughs> well, <laughs> well, here, well, here's the thing too. I did see, I did run into Britt on Friday, and she, you know, she was like, you know, had somewhere to go, so I was like, "Hey, excuse me, Britt. My name is Carl. I'm gonna be." Uh, hosting the panel on Sunday. Oh, great. I'll see you then. But, you know, she looked like she had somewhere to go. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to, like, be on her like that. And then Saturday, I also ran into Ruby. And uh, she actually made it so cool for me, too, because, like, I told her, hey, my name's Carl. I'm going to be hosting the panel. Garage. She's like, oh, my and she's like, oh, my God, it's going to be my first panel. I'm so nervous. Da, da, da. I'm like, you know what? It's my first time hosting a panel, so I'm probably twice as nervous. She said, "You know what? Good. We could." She gave me a high five, and she's like, "Good. We can be nervous together." Yeah, mm-hmm. she was dope. She was dope. Yeah, she was so sweet. And then, mm-hmm. so when you know, when time comes, you know, I'm sitting there like, "All right, I'm trying to come up." He's like, "Ask." He's like, "You know what you do is just try to hype him up, ask him questions." That's when mm-hmm. my shout, big shout out to Mike Gianfrancesco for mm-hmm. even just thinking of me and giving me this opportunity of a right, lifetime. Right, that it's- wasn't stolen, taken, or, you know, bamboozled. <laughs> Let it go. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> don't hate. Congratulate. Mm-hmm. Be nice. <laughs> we don't have to be nice. It's over. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Right? We, 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 we don't have to be nice about it. Nah. Nah. famous now. Nice for what? I'm not famous. Right? <laughs> You're famous in my eyes. I appreciate, I appreciate that. says a that lot. <laughs> <laughs> when a teenager is claiming you, okay? Yeah, I'm a 17-year-old boy. That's my opinion. is the only one that matters. <laughs> hey, we're going to have to agree with you. You are the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> I knew you all wanted to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... We're not really? so, we, we you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm writing, you know, I'm writing down I'm like, oh, my God, what questions should I ask? What questions should I ask? And then that's when uh, Lewis Perry just came up. He's like, you know, what? get rid of the cars. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my Took God. Took away your lifeline. <laughs> yeah. But you it. didn't need them. You didn't need them at all. I, like me and Victor said, if we never knew you, we would never know you were nervous or that th- that was your yeah. first time. Yeah, that's true. That's how that's how natural you came mm-hmm. off. Maybe because my father's a musician, so maybe I get some of that. We talking about you. Him, so. We talking about you, and you already come with stage presence, and you know that. You need to stop doubting yourself. I did not know that. You do. You do. Remember, we had the whole conversation about your flirtatious face. <laughs> <laughs> so you have presence. Yeah. yeah. I guess it helped because, like, I. So this is like, how do you want to be introduced? I'm like, you know what? I do have a. DJ Brand, so DJ Mr. Bird, mm-hmm. one half of the Codex Prime podcast, because you know I definitely wanted to make sure I put this over as well. And then that's when Adam Cole, Britt Baker, and Ruby Soho just showed up. First, first thing, Ruby gives me a hug. Hey, how you doing? Are you ready? Are you nervous? I'm like, I'm dreadfully nervous. You know. Adam Cole introduced me by his government name, and now I'm just sitting there like, I know. I'm like. <laughs> 
I don't know what to call you now. <laughs> He's like, Adam out there, Austin back here. I can say Austin. It's on his Wikipedia. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And You're not then, gonna get sued. And then, <laughs> Brit, you know, and Britt was just like, "Oh my God, oh, it's great seeing you again." And I was like, "You know what? Before I forget, and you know, and I know that they had to get back to their tables and stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, I wanted to make sure I give you guys these now, so they, you know, I made sure that they got also got some DJ Mr. Mm-hmm. Bird mask, uh, courtesy of Infamous Customs. <laughs> Do you have it upside down? <laughs> it's kind of like, no. nope. No, you can get it. They picked it up. <laughs> well, so. it was a pleasure to do your shirt, even though, you know, we had a little bit of a snafu, but I feel like we did a great job with, you know, branding you. Yeah. Yes. And I also wanted to, uh, if you can look in the back, on the back of my shirt, mm-hmm. I have the logos of uh, all the... Um, like people's brands and uh, people's logos who like, cause this is such a monumental moment for me. And I've had so many supporters along the way, whether they came and went, I still wanted to at least just say thank you just for being a part of my journey. Mm. And my nephew So humble, well. even when there's haters. Mm-mm-mm. I don't oh, see yeah. my Instagram handle on there. Your Instagram handle is long. <laughs> it is. I was like, who is you know this? how ridiculous it looks when he has to post that on like a professional page. Just... Maybe you should redo it then. No, it has a point. <laughs> hey. You bet your sweet bippy I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that, Ed and Eddie. It's such a good show. <laughs> but, um... So, yeah. So, you know, we're talking and, there's, and they're like, yo, this is really your first time? Like, yeah. So went ahead and it was like, all right, we're going to get to it. I'm like, this is happening. This is happening. He mm-hmm. walks through the stage. One of my biggest worries was tripping up those stairs. Mm-hmm. You did great. Wouldn't have even known it. Must have been those vans. Vans. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't the problem. It's just I always had this fear of like falling in public. Who doesn't? You know, women wear heels. That's it. That's always scary. Yeah. You don't so know what you're going to trip. Not, so. Yeah. Okay. So I did not want to trip and fall, but I did. And I'm like, this is it. It's ha- This is happening. Boom. I grabbed the mic from, and grabbed the microphone from Mike and just, just did it. And I'm just like, this is happening. It's happening. It's happening. So I'm just going along. Yep. So I'm just going along, doing a little bit of trivia, trying to hype up the crowd. I was afraid I was going to like cough or burp on the- <laughs> As long as you didn't fart, you're good. <laughs> oh, I was afraid of that too. That's why I didn't All eat All the some- exits. Yeah. That's why I didn't eat, eat much. Um, you know, my voice, you know, uh, Lewis said that my voice was cracking a bit, but. Ooh. I didn't. I didn't hear that. Did you hear it? Mm-mm. Maybe because he's a, he's a former independent wrestler, so he kind of notices those things. I, but um, I did. You know, I introduced Ruby. Ruby gave me a hug right then and there. Britt gave me a hug right then and there. And then I thought about you after say, I'm like, how would she like this? Because remember, Britt's the champion, and her and Ruby actually had a match. Yeah. Right before, so she comes out with the belt. Waves to the crowd and puts the belt right in Ruby's <laughs> face. And I'm like, 
That that's a bad bitch move. That's I'm all like, that it is was, right it there. Was, it was. So I'm like, wait, they just had a match. I'm like, maybe you should just sit right over there. She's like, yeah, God just damn. like the fact like you did this panel by yourself with no help from anybody, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. Bad bitch moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, I had to do the Adam. I introduced Adam mm-hmm. Cole. Yeah. And the crowd was so loud, like I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, it, there was there was a good amount of people. They they made a ruckus. Yeah. yeah, and then Adam was doing his entrance. And I'm like, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing this. There will probably never be another moment like this. Hmm. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna capitalize it, and I'm gonna do it. And I did it. He came over, hugged me. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I had to, I just had to do it. I was like, dude, it was cool and all that. Mm-hmm. But once they got on stage, they made it so comfortable for me. Other than those comfy chairs. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were. I mean, yeah, yeah, I was, you know, swerving around, but that's because I move a lot. I can't keep still. But I just, like, once we got into it, they like they made me feel they made me feel like so comfortable and I just went about it, asked some questions that I just happened to remember that I wrote down a couple of general questions, one question for each one of them, and just took it to the audience. Um, the audience made it so much easier, you know, Adam. You know, what's your name? Where you from? You know, big mm-hmm. shouts to the first individual that came up who. Uh, yeah, he's in remission. Yeah, he's in remission. So big shout outs to him. I don't remember his name, and I I apologize. couldn't remember. I couldn't remember it either. But like, you know, like props to his story and everything like that, and being able to speak about that because anything like cancer related is just a tough hill to climb. Exactly. So I mean, big ups to him. I actually end up seeing him like right outside. So I just had to make sure I just say, hey, congratulations um, again, because. Mm-hmm. Who knows, like I said, who knows what could this come out of? The, even if I quote unquote become famous from this, but. Well, just it, remember when you become famous, take your real friends with you. Because <laughs> we broke. <laughs> <laughs> Living and my nephew. <laughs> well, <I've> been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More statues. Oh, <laughs> That's all he wants. That's <laughs> statues. statues and Gundams. <laughs> I didn't buy. You any didn't Gundam. buy a Gundam. I'm so surprised. None of the ones they had there were good. Mm. I know about my Gundam. Those ones had parts of them that were gonna make them fall apart in a day. Oh, yeah. You gotta study them before you buy. Uh, them. Okay. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yep. So, Carl, what was something that surprised you? Like when you were asking all those questions, what was something that caught you off guard? Oh. um... The 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 injury. There was some I was that I. And what was so cool about it was a little girl asked a question like that. Right, I was mm-hmm. I was thoroughly impressed. Like, where are your parents? <laughs> Did <laughs> they, they tell you just, to ask this? And they were they were just right there, and they like I don't know. It's just it feels like I was up there forever, but it went by fast. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like it was I surreal. Was, it, yeah, it was so surreal, but I was genuinely having a good time. Like I, these are people that I this, I just met. These are the first time I met them, but they, like I said, I they made it just their presence and how they were, and just how they was, you know, you know, they just, you know, I'm sharing, you know, sharing hugs with them and stuff. And Ruby's Ruby's a hugger. 
Yeah. She's adorable. She is. And she's like so sweet. And I don't know, they just made it so comfortable. I was just able to relax and stuff. And then she was, and after was saying, do do not look at your phone. Do not look at your phone. No, not your phone, your watch. My watch, my watch. (laughs) And, but I had to because I had to keep track of time as well. No, they, remember they were going to stop it. Remember? Yeah. I know in your head, you're like, no, I need to keep up with the time, you know? But it just, yeah, but everything, it just seems like it, everything just kind of worked itself out. Everything just, it just, played off on itself and then we just we was just having a ball like i felt like i was just gonna be like man when are we gonna hang out again <laughs> like that's how i felt i'm like why am i not like asking adam cole for his gamer tag and <laughs> stuff like True. and they was just so happy i'm like hey can i get a picture with you guys like when i remember mike saying like you're really not supposed to take pictures with them you know i guess the whole professional thing being professional thing it was very professional for you to take pictures with mike them. was like please I want you to get this get a picture. Mm-hmm. This is your first panel. Yeah, and they don't do wrestling panels. No, they don't. Yeah. It's so hard mm-hmm. for them to get it. Yeah, because they don't want people to get away from the tables and exactly. stuff like that. Because everybody needs their cut. Yeah, the agent, you know, the booking agencies and, you know, the people who are assigned to them, you know. Mm-hmm. So they were, tr- so the con people, they tried to, they tried, they've been trying for years mm-hmm. To do this, they had this idea years ago. It's just politics got in the way, and they just couldn't do it. And they had to fight tooth and nail just to get this one. And it, you know, they were able to get it. So, he's and like, they chose you. Yeah, and and also key thing, they mm-hmm. had the idea. It, thank you for saying that, Victor. They. <laughs> Being the Comic Con organizers had the idea of creating a wrestling panel at the Rhode Island Comic Con many years ago. So some people really need to really need to adjust to the reality of what facts are. Understand what the facts are. You know exactly who I'm referring to. I got you, Matthews. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. High five. I like More that. like the echo. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Are we yeah. in a cave? <laughs> I had to move this because you got so out of pocket. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, I think we just saw an angle that we never seen before. <laughs> Victor stretches. <laughs> he did. And, but, um... Yeah, and it was just overall. It was just it was just the panel itself was just an overall experience. Um, like I, I couldn't been happier. It, I mean, it was a bittersweet moment. It was actually a bittersweet sweet moment. I mean, like it's like I was glad I was over, so I don't have to deal with that type of you know that part of anxiety. Uh huh. But I was sad that it was over because I was legit having the time of my life up there like it looked like it it looked like you were like in your your sweet spot yeah like i'm I'm talking to people that i see on tv every week people Mm -hmm. who i would say like some of my favorites and i just i yeah i just ran with it and they like i said they with them you know being so warm and welcoming to me and so kind they made it. They made it comfortable for me, and even and afterwards, like Ruby was like, 
not bad. He's like, that was very good for your first one. And then Adam, mm. seriously, that was your first one. <laughs> like, yeah, like right then and there, as soon as it was over, the first person I saw was these open arms. I was like, oh my God, you did that so proud of you. And all she, I think all, I couldn't even say anything. I was just like, <laughs> that was a nice deep breath you were finally breathing again but yeah it was and then you know everybody was everybody was just happy you know happy about it mm. i hope somehow some way that i can get this footage and be able to put it out for everybody because it was like so many friends and family who couldn't make it and they wanted to i know i have a sick father and obviously who's who's responsible for me getting into wrestling and stuff took me to my first event when i was like three and you know he wanted to see that so but you know something he was there with you no matter what he was he he invoked all this in you so you wasn't doing that alone you carried the tribe with you man yeah, he was just on your back like literally <laughs> on your back <laughs> so i uh, yeah i i said um I'm very humble. I'm still like I'm still like in my high just from the entire weekend. From yeah. like yeah, there was a panel, you know, but <laughs> it wasn't just a panel, and it'll never just be a panel. It's your panel, right? Yep. Let them yeah. know. It's your it. panel. <laughs> yeah. Own it. This is your moment. For real. And yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm just taking it. I'm soaking it because, like I said, you know, as hard as it was to get these panels, this could be the last one. But I did it. No, I don't think it's the last one. I feel like you started a movement. Like absolutely. Like yeah, people man. are gonna they're they're gonna do it more because you were so successful with yours. Mm, yep. And if and if the Royal, and if Royal and Comic Con doesn't ha- have any more wrestling panels, they're just leaving money on the table. They are because all those fans. You see how many people were in line to ask questions, knowing damn well they were not going to get to their questions. I know. And, and there's a, a lot of good questions, though. Yeah. yeah. And I, in a sense, I I did feel bad too, but the, the crowd too actually made it fun too because it was like. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! That was another thing I was afraid of. It's like, yo, I come up, you know, I Crickets. get so hype up, and then crickets. I'm like. <laughs> Well, damn! <laughs> I had no backup plan for that. But. No, you did. You did really well because you came out with a force. Like, yeah, dude, you did it for the culture. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I had to do it, and also, like I said, big shout out to. It's like, you know, I put the post out. Like, oh my god, I finally did it! I finally did it, and just the warm reception that I was getting from so many people. Like, big shout-outs to um, to the Jabba Tears podcast. Like, they retweeted the question. Like, they retweeted the post, like, proud of you, man. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm hearing so much of that. Like, I was um, watching Lewis Perry's uh, podcast before I picked up Evan, and... I was just just simply saying, hey, you know, nice meeting you. I was just I was just expecting a whole nice meeting you. He completely stopped everything that he was talking about just to talk about how I did on, on the panel. That's good. Like so. people see you, you made and, an impact. Yeah, because oh, yeah. like the angry geeks wants to come on it. It was like, oh will- my god, I am not going to be here for that because yeah. they're just aggressive. Yeah, he was just like, no, <laughs> we will be reaching out to you. 
And I'm like, this is a, I'm like, this is yeah. a lot right now. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. great amount of networking for like there being a lack of people. You had more opportunities, like oh, yeah. more than before, because usually you don't get an opportunity because there's so many people. Mm-hmm. People wanted to hear your voice. People you, wanted to know what you guys are doing. So it's amazing. And yeah. some of the things like I, you know. I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead because we still had a couple of other uh, interviews that we did. Mm. I do want to um, touch on, but, you know, you know, at work last night and, you know, throughout my journey, you know, going throughout the day, you know, yesterday and today, you know, I just. And, you know, big shout outs to my brother, Eddie, for, you know, the conversation. Yeah. I wanted to. Uh, and, hey, Janessa. Hey, kids. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, I, I it just made, I had to think and it just. Opportunity comes to those who create it. Very true. You yeah. have to, <laughs> you can't really just sit there and expect for it to fall on your lap. It's, you Ooh. gotta, you gotta make these opportunities. You gotta, yeah, you can plant the seeds, but you gotta water them and you gotta Ooh. tend to that garden for it to grow. And, mm-hmm. and you gotta stay you gotta you gotta go through with it and nowadays it's so easy because you know reflecting on all the other guests that we were able to get Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. david peisner you know you just gotta take those risks and you have the tool that you look at 40 times an hour Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm over exaggerating. I'm just saying, like in general, you know, <laughs> you just got you got to take those risks. If you get mm-hmm. it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. But you, you know, you just got to keep on it and just fu- you know continually follow through. You know, never. It's mm-hmm. I didn't get paid for this opportunity. Oh, you got paid in all kinds of different ways. <laughs> you know, I t- I usually tell people, don't chase money, chase opportunity. Word, because. The money's gonna come regardless. True. Mm-hmm. True. But you chase the opportunity, you get the knowledge, you know. You can't put a price mm-hmm. on the knowledge. You can't put a price on the experience. You can't put a price on the opportunities. So let it And you deserved it. Yeah. You deserve it. You deserve it. <laughs> You didn't want to. You didn't want to get in our chant. He doesn't know the chant. He doesn't. He doesn't know the chant. You know. He's, he probably doesn't know the no music one either. No music. <laughs> Never mind. Let's keep moving on. I had to, I had to teach him about Source magazines. Damn. What are Source mag? What? What? What did you teach him if it didn't stick? <laughs> I've. Te- listen, I, I, we've had some pretty good conversations. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he just saw. Remember the viral, viral video Afro Ninja? Wow! He just saw it the other day. You, you need to expose him to Pootie Tang. Sada <laughs> The face. The oh yeah, face. probably one of the greatest. Movies. I feel like I might know these things. I just don't what know a tie! <laughs> Side your pity on the is that is that another one you don't like? Oh, I've never seen Pootie. You've Tang. never oh, seen Pootie. You need Tang. to watch it on the OLED. The great, the greatest song ever made. <laughs> Ready? One. No, Two. I don't know. Oh, it. I'm gonna sing it anyway. <laughs> Greatest song ever made. Greatest song ever made. Like I said, I don't know the words. 
don't need no words. Booty don't need no music. Nah, and Chris Rock was in that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he uh, fights with his ponytail. <laughs> Remember, he was blocking bullets with his ponytail. That's booty. Wow. <laughs> Victor's like, <laughs> my IQ just dropped. <laughs> Listen, you watch the other guys. <laughs> the other guys were so good, though. Oh, God, I love those it was guys. so good. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the middle of New York City. <laughs> when you they did go? that, I was like, You want to go? <laughs> oh, the whisper fight. Yeah, the, the, white, the quiet fight. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you keep finding all these beautiful women? I don't know. <laughs> Love it. Loved it. Loved but, um, it. But, um... America! Did you just scream America? America? <laughs> <laughs> now, Will Ferrell comes to Comic-Con? Oh, I'm gonna super fangirl out. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm planning on going to Boston and New York next year. Okay. Have fun. Trust <laughs> me, you will. Take it. Take as much as we're you want. We're going for a weekend on New York, and then we're just going, like, a day trip to Boston. Yeah, that's nice. usually how Boston's you do. nothing. Boston is a day trip because yeah. <laughs> you don't want to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> but New York, you need about a good two or three days. To yeah, you need the on. weekend. We're going there Friday night, staying there Saturday, Sunday. Probably okay. Yeah, that's good. That's that's very Sweet. good. Yeah, because once you're over the urine smell, you're really over it. Don't mm. they like actually? Oh, you their sewers into you the see roads? every single New York. What you will you see every single. You think they clean it? <laughs> You will see every single New York for visitors, not for stayers. Oh, I went. I went to New York on on a uh, New York trip a couple years with the band. There was this dude outside of like one of those really big McDonald's, like throwing jelly beans at people. (laughs) New York. Yeah. Concrete jungle. (laughs) Yeah, you know they weren't jelly bellies. Those are non generic ones. Mm. (laughs) Like bullets. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that was the that was the uh, AEW panel, and then. I actually end up... Do you remember anything after that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was actually getting ready to get into it, you so... You buy more comics? Huh? You buy more? Oh, all, these were all, like, a weekend's worth of comics. Mm-hmm. Most of them were free, so we're, we're thankful for you that. you ever get embarrassed with the amount of money you spend on comics? Ooh. Like, no, this is a legitimate question. <laughs> no. No? No, because I have a passion for it. All right. And obviously, but, but uh, payroll like, for it, too. How does it, like, pay you back? Well, once he dies, you'll figure that out. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll go up to the investment, but like, it, all right, I made about like two grand. You made. I don't think he wants you to sell them. I don't think that's no, the whole purpose of this legacy. I won't sell them. Don't worry. My Gundams just started painting, and I'm probably gonna start posting. Do that because they got like they got like competitions. Oh, really? For Gundams, and no one in America has won because, well, at least the world championships like. They've obviously won like the country championship, but I, I, I want to paint them. But it's a very expensive hobby to get into. Mm. Well, think about what Carl's doing—an expensive hobby. So yeah. if he can do it, you can do it. Yeah. So you got let's a job keep now. going. Can do it. Yeah. Let's keep well, going. Mom What's let next? Me do it is the question. Yes, you will. What's next, guys? So the next interview we end up scoring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The original Incredible Hulk, Luke for Luke Ferrigno. Yeah, man. Which was. Which was funny. Uh, I mean, well, I'll get I'll get into that in a bit. Well, it was just funny because like that Saturday, of course, it was busy. So I just happened to ask him, "Hey, excuse me, Mr. Frigno, um, would you know would it be possible on Sunday since it will be much slower? Can we just get five minutes of your time for an interview? If it's not busy enough, yeah, okay. There you go. That's that's because you caught him on a Sunday. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was just that easy. Yeah, it was that easy. Mm-hmm. Like I asked him on Saturday, and you just okay, fine, all right. Mm-hmm. So right after that, you know, so after the panel, he's like, all right, let's see if we can score Lou Ferrigno. He was at his booth was empty. Just went for it, and he's like, hey, we wanted to ask for the interview, and then her, um, his, um, I guess, assistant. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're called. Were they wearing a blue shirt? Yeah. Oh, volunteer. Yeah, his volunteer was just said, well, we asked him for an interview. She goes, shoot your shot. Like, mm-hmm. well, that was easy. Yep, I, I, uh, I worked with her last year. She was pretty cool. I can't remember her name, though. But yeah, she really, cool. yeah, she was really nice. So mm-hmm. we asked him, and he's like, yeah, come on, come on, come on right behind me and stuff. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And then next thing you know, Carl, we- he, Carl Weathers just pops up and David Kettner from um, Anchorman. Mm-hmm. Whammy, that guy. Yep. He just comes up. He just comes up, and they're just like talking and just conversing. It was just so fun. It was just funny, and he. So David Keckner gives him an autographed picture, and David Keckner writes on it, "Trust me, I'm not from the KKK," <laughs> <laughs> because there was a joke saying that Lou Ferrigno told him that you look like you're a member of the KKK. Oh Lord. <laughs> And Lou Ferrigno just comes up to me, doesn't he look like he's part of the KKK? And I'm like, what does he look like? Um, you got to look up the um, characters from uh, Anchorman and look up the guy who says up. whammy. Yeah. Look yeah. Look but him you up. know something? He plays a lot of roles. Oh, yeah. He was in He was in the office. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. There's that one dude. He's always like. He's, he's in always, everything. He's always the yeah. asshole. Oh, I've seen him. Yeah. yeah. He was in I'm it. sure he's seen you too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm 17. That's a that's a case and a half. <laughs> if you're taking it that way, I guess it is. <laughs> but um, he just has one of those eyes. Like. Yeah. So it was just cool. Like me, Victor was right there, and we're just like laughing amongst like these le- these you know Hollywood legends. Yeah. Like we was just in that circle. So we got to interview him and i'm be honest with you, i probably had one question planned and just winged it and just winged it yeah you did a stellar job man you 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 have a great ability of just coming up with off the cuff questions that flow well together was it great cuz i'm like i'm i'm watching i was like I'm really doing this like i'm really just doing it and he's talking and where i should be paying attention like, I was half paying attention, but then I'm thinking, like, what should I ask next? What should I ask next? What should I ask next? Mm-hmm. <laughs> One question I did get from Vic when he asked uh, Billy D. Williams this question, like, what were some of your favorite, you know, your favorite actors and directors to work with? I'm like, boom, that's going to buy me some time. Da, 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 da. I saw the Stan Lee picture. Boom, right then and there. So I was just trying. And what was so baffling to me is as loud as it was, he was deaf. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he understood everything I said. Yeah, yeah, because he can read lips. He's very and good he at it. reads them very well. Cause He's I'm, had to. He's had to adapt. Yeah, all his life. He is actually like diagnosed when he was like very young, probably mm-hmm. like three or four. Mm. He's probably thankful for it because it's a really noisy world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. He's playing a loud character. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
He probably loved that. Like, oh, I don't hear me destroying stuff. Well, one of the questions, <laughs> yeah, one of the questions I did ask was like, how does he feel about? Did he feel like he was typecasted? And he said at first it bothered him, but because it made an impact on so many people's lives mm-hmm. that he actually feels proud of that. Like it made a positive impact. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, so this is a um, funny story. So um, I was telling my friend Matt for, that I. That I work with, that uh, and he like idolized Ferrigno, like he got him into like bodybuilding and stuff. So, and I told him like, hey, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to interview him. You want me to ask him anything? And then that's when he talked about like, what was your anxiety like when he got when he first got the part and everything? Answered that cleanly, and he. And I was like, you know what? And then I told him about an embarrassing story when Matt was a kid. He completely painted his whole body green with house paint (laughs) back in the day. So that stuff was not coming off anytime soon. Like, they had to go to the doctor Mm. to get it off and stuff. Even Lou thought it was funny. He's like, man, so many mothers have been pissed off at me for that over the years. He's like, were you one of those kids? I was like, no. And Matt definitely was. And I was like, can you just, like, quickly say hi to Matt and stuff? He did it with no problem. So first thing I did, first of all, I was just like, I was possibly, probably annoying the hell out of it. I was like, can you please like just upload that right now? I want to make sure like Matt sees this because Matt had a really like tough year. He actually caught COVID in like one of the worst ways possible. Like he was out of work for like three months. But he survived it. So it wasn't the worst. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it did it did almost kill him at one yeah, point. Yeah, but a lot of people did not make it to speak, so he's very lucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, trust me. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's reminded of that every day. But once he saw that, he's like, that was so awesome. Like, you're you're my hero for the year. Like years almost I, I, over. For real. Like, he's like, I am he's like, I am literally worshiping you. Oh, and then my friend and then he's telling me about it, he was telling me about his friend saying like who's also like a big comic geek and so he's like, Oh no, Lou's not gonna get him an interview. He's not gonna get it. He's not gonna get it. And then he texts him like Monday morning. So did your boy end up getting like if you read the text, you like you can tell he being was like, snarky. He's yeah. like, oh, so did your boy end up getting that interview? Send it right <laughs> to him. <laughs> so just shut him up right then and there. But it was it actually felt good for me to do to do that for him. My boss was like, mm. one of my even my boss was just like, if you can at least get a picture of Lou Ferrigno, even if you're far away from him, get that. I'm like. Got the interview. <laughs> she's like, oh my god, that video was so epic! How did you do it? What was it like? So, everybody was like so happy for me and that. And then, right after that, we um, connected with Scott Hanna, whose panel that Evan and I went to the day before. And once again, I had no idea what to ask him, and just. Talked out my ass, basically. Yeah, you fooled me. I thought you were prepared. You, you were really good not. at talking out your ass, man. <laughs> Probably a new language. <laughs> and he was over. He was like so positive about it. He actually enjoyed talking to us to the point where he was like, "You make sure you send me this footage 
and we I will be on the podcast. Mm. So a legendary comic book artist who just doesn't know me from a hole in a wall enjoyed our company that much the way he wants to come. Mm. You made a lot of worthy connections. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was so much. Some I couldn't, I, we couldn't have made without you. And yeah. <laughs> all I did was be myself. <laughs> and that. But speaking of connections, sorry to segue in because Carl could talk all day. Um, <laughs> I did have a chance to meet somebody that I never thought I would meet, didn't even know that I was going to fangirl out. I met one of the characters from the cast of Lock and Key on Netflix and his name is Jackson Robert Scott and he plays as Bodie. Please no arguing around the bacon. And I had a chance to meet him and say hi. You know, luckily I had on my blue shirt so he didn't think I was being like some weird little creep or whatever. And I just wanted to say hi. And then like maybe about after five minutes of talking to him, he sashays behind me and he says, let's do this. And I'm looking at this child like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, you talk to a grown ass adult, right? And he's like, let's do this selfie. So I was able to get a selfie with him and... He let me know that Lock and Key season three is already done. So that's something to look forward to in 2022. So that was my fangirl moment. And I'm very proud of myself. I did not spaz. So. I enjoyed the, I, I love nice. the pose that he did too. He's like, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an awesome moment. Like I wish I wouldn't have had my mask on and stuff, but you know, safety first. Mm -hmm. But it was, Absolutely. it was the best part of Sunday. Really was. Other than breaking down all the bags that we had already put together for the VIPs, we were only supposed to do like two thousand. We mm -hmm. sold fifteen hundred, but I had to break down like over three hundred bags. But we had some we had a little we had some good merch, obviously. I was able to share it with my guys. And um the Funko Pop was it. So yeah, the soda kit and that, mm -hmm. that was really cool. It was. So it's a little figurine of it. And um if my brother is watching, I want him to know that He's hiding somewhere in his apartment, so I hope you find him. Um, Pennywise loves you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, me and my daughter played a prank on him, and he was not happy with it. Oh, it was, you, you guys went through it. Oh, we did. <laughs> so up under his cell phone, my daughter put, like, the little circle um, pog. And once he went into his room, that was the first thing he grabbed was his cell phone and he sees Pennywise and he's screaming my daughter's name. And she's like, what? So she's refusing to go into his room. And then he looks at his TV and Pennywise is staring at him from behind his <laughs> Xbox. Oh it was God. so funny. So he's screaming my full name. Afton, Afton, Afton. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put a piece of paper in like the crack of like his closet door. Oh no. Oh, I have, I have an epic prank for him. Me and my husband were coming home from his birthday and he's sitting in the dark and he shoots a confetti cannon at us. I scream thinking somebody's shooting at me in West Warwick, which is just not going to happen. You know, I own this house, you know, nobody's shooting at me in my own damn house. And he's laughing. He's cackling. So he has more pranks coming. Just know that, bro. We all float down here. Yeah, he's about to float. <laughs> Please record some of those. I don't even know if I, I don't even know if those moments can happen, like, to, for anybody to see. You're just going to have to live vicariously through my stories. <laughs> I'll, ta I'll take it. But there are some, you know, some, I did, 
managed to save a lot of the business cards and a lot of the people I do want to shout out. First of all, big shout out. I think he's still, hopefully he's still watching. My man who's going to be on the show and going to be helping us organize a little something where we're not going to quite put out there yet, but we are excited to get started on that. But big friend of the show, Chris Revel. Mm-hmm. Big shout outs to him. Like his energy is just like so high up there. And I didn't know you got a sticker. You know I love stickers. Oh, thank you. That is yours. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, now we are. Okay. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, party people. It uh, looks like we had a te- some te- some brief technical difficulties. Uh, my laptop uh, received the blue screen of death. No idea why, but we're yeah. but we were uh, a little racist. Racially <laughs> <laughs> motivated. Uh, but uh, but we're but we were nearing towards the end of our podcast. Uh, uh, in any case, uh, but yeah, man, uh, Carl or Afton, you were in the middle of a. Uh, no, Carl was talking about his brand, the, the uh, people that um he wanted to shout out to. Uh, yes. Yeah, the ones. Um, so obviously, um, definitely we mentioned before Lewis Perry and Jamie Dolan from the Angry Geek Show. Um, they're gonna be uh, collaborating with us real soon. We should be hearing from them. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Kirsten no- Logan, the comic, uh, the comedic lady, and her her and her husband uh, do a podcast called. Um, I think it was What's Funny podcast, but she also uh, was running the Comedy Connection booth. Mm-hmm. So, pitched an idea. I pitched an idea to her. We it turns out we had uh, quite a few mutual friends. One of them being Bad Lad. Happy birthday to you, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, that was the logo I put on the back of the shirt. Oh. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was definitely was like, one of them. Oh, that's a cool logo. So. Um, yeah, uh, big shout-outs to her. We're, we're definitely going to work, work with her as well. And it's Token with the Dead, which is the uh, 420-friendly uh, com- comic. And then also uh, Jason Laverne <laughs> Hemming from Cinema Recall. Mm. So that's going to be right up Vic, Vic Sally. So. Okay. We, but we met so many people. It was it was just so much. It was just an all-out all positive experience. And... I'm glad we was all able to enjoy it. Probably our most productive uh, Comic-Con experience since we started doing it. Because I was there. (laughs) (laughs) He was a a huge help networking, and we greatly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, uh, yeah, yeah, all in all, Rhode Island Comic-Con 2021, it was a... Definitely a a fun experience. Like I said, the highlight of of the whole weekend was seeing you do your thing on the AEW panel. Wish I could have been there. Yeah, I, I wanted you yeah. to get it. Too. Uh, hopefully, uh, as you say, Carl. Hopefully, we'll get that footage so we can all ha- all revisit it and watch it again. Uh, you know, Carl Bird is hashtag all elite. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you know that's uh, that's that's what it is, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you can uh, get on the appreciation train or the hateration train. Yeah, really, the hateration train is really just the tracks. <laughs> yeah, it's day one. It runs in the family. Woo. <laughs> 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 Okay. Word. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, thank you all for um, uh, you know tuning in, listening to our Comic Con experiences. Once again, uh, big shout outs and thanks to you, Afton, for Aww. you know for volunteering and make and facilitating some of the uh, introductions. I just have the gift of gab, I guess. You oh, definitely yeah. do. Absolutely. So do you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Evan, it was cool meeting you there as well. I'm glad you had a good time at yeah, the, the show. 
Yeah. And uh, for me, I was just glad to be there. Right. Especially like post COVID, like for for your first time being back out, it was a smooth transition. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's, it's cool. So, yeah, like I said, um, hopefully if we can secure those press passes again for next year's Comic Con, I'll be there. Yeah. Hopefully uh, it's not jam-packed. I like the way it was this year. <laughs> yeah, this but, year. Yeah, but it does seem like you really enjoy, like the one thing you do enjoy the most about Comic-Con is the panels. Yeah, the panels mm-hmm. are cool. Um, I like just I like actually lis- listening to like creators and artists and hearing what their perspectives and like, you know, the nuts and bolts right. of stuff. Right, yeah, they're always informative. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You definitely like groundwork, like to see where the come-up is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, uh, that does it for this week's episode of the Codex Prime Podcast. Uh, you can find all of our episodes uh, every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. ish Eastern. Uh, you know, uh, you can find all all of our audio episodes on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, where you can hit us up with a five star review. Uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever else you can find podcasts. Just mm-hmm. Google Codex Prime, and you'll and you'll see us. Uh, we're also on social media at Twitter at Codex Primecast and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. And uh, lastly, if you want any Codex Prime merchandise, any shirts or T-shirts, mm-hmm. uh, hit up our dear friend of the show, Afton Ward, uh, the Cider <laughs> Hunter at Infamous Customs. That's uh, M F A M U Customs on Instagram. Uh, let me customize you. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I be trying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you guys for once again having me on the show. I'm always so blessed to be here and be in your world, you know, because you know the geekdom is is it's tough. It's tough to transition through, but I enjoy all the time we spend together so thank you and obviously too thank you thank you so all you guys so much for just just being my cheerleaders and Mm -hmm. talking me off the ledge and you know just woosah me like i couldn't have done it without you guys oh yeah absolutely you got it got you man yeah and 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 evan thanks for uh joining us and you know chiming in listening to us gab (laughs) <laughs> I'll, come, I'll come back oh okay uh, I don't work Tuesdays <laughs> <laughs> he's letting you know his availability write that down <laughs> alright but yeah uh, that, does, that does it for uh, this week's episode uh, thank y'all for watching thank y'all for listening uh, as always we'll catch y'all on the flip peace out nerds later bye